on this episode. I see people in public all the time. Men, women, dry hands walking out just, oh, God, you know? And now there's this disease where that now everyone claims they've done this the whole time. Really? You know why I didn't have to run and get a bunch of hand sanitizer? Because you already had it. Because I already <laughs> had that shit. I have enough yeah. to last two months all the time because we use it. You're just yeah. lying. How much toilet paper <laughs> well, did you use? <laughs> well, no offense, Juan. I'm not sure we want you to be our spokesperson for personal hygiene. We need to... We, <laughs> We need, to, we need to pick. We need to pick a. Uh, it's not pretty, but a, it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says to every stripper. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Country for Old Mark and Wild. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and these are my co-hosts, Juan Smith and <laughs> Adam Radliff. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Real quick, before we get into this special uh, quarantine episode, the first of who knows how many, hopefully few, but we'll figure it out and see. Uh, first, you can find us on, since you know we have literally nothing to do, most of us, you can find us on Facebook.com slash No Country Podcast. Instagram at no underscore country underscore podcast or on Twitter at podcast underscore country. Or you can hit us up at no country podcast at gmail.com or you can voicemail us at 346-291-0050. First of all, uh, I've got an update from a listener today, actually, just about a few hours ago. Uh, one listener who has nine kids. Good grief. So Welcome to the team. Damn. Yeah. He has more kids than you, Juan. Wow. Uh, he's... He said he uh, he gr- agrees with your take on guns from the two episodes ago, and uh, I, I figured that was fitting because you two probably just want to shoot your children. Well, you know, there's so many. You got to set a standard, <laughs> and you really only got to take out that first kid. After that, I'm pretty sure it's going to work out for me. Yeah. The, the only way you're, you're going to get to nine kids is nonstop shooting. <laughs> I do that, but the problem is I don't. there's no swimmers because I'm clipped. <laughs> well you're responsible you're responsible actually what i said to him was i said either you really love to have sex or you have like a something against like iud's <laughs> and so i was i think it's probably a combination of both but anyways it was great chatting with him shout out to you joby that was fantastic chatting with you i love it when someone will hit us up and he said he loves the show he said everything's hilarious so I always love it when a listener reaches out to us. Uh, Second of all, update. It actually has more to do with the topic that we're going to get into today. For the past like three weeks, I've had uh, people bugging me to do some research and do like our take on the coronavirus situation. And I kind of wanted to avoid it at first because I thought I don't want to do it and add to like, you know, any misinformation or panic. But this, you know. That was before I realized, okay, this is actually something to take serious. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go in and we'll do some, you know, uh, you know, obviously we're not journalists. And so we're going to give our humorous take on, you know, the current events. But <laughs> I was uh, hoping you were going to ask me to be serious. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been locked Dude, up yeah. already for two days. It's, I'm... It, <laughs> yeah, no, this isn't, we're not like your source of factual <laughs> news. <laughs> we're here to entertain you because you're probably stuck inside and, you know, as I saw earlier today, Adam has just been replaying Red Dead 3, so, or 2. 
So dude, he looks like such a Viking right now. He's got like this, <laughs> yeah, like thank this you. red this beard. Thing? His, his yeah. head's like newly shaven. You look ready for. I want to look like you. I've been trying to look more white lately because I figure that works out better in a popular situation. Uh, I've been, I'm going to go out and get some flannel shirts, and I'm wearing a Static <laughs> X shirt today. True metal. No, just know? get a couple. Like, get a couple hundreds and like have them out your your wallet, out of your pocket. <laughs> Be like, okay, he, he's white enough now. <laughs> So that'll, I that'll I, I figure if I do that and you know wear some flannels maybe that'll yeah. keep people away. Shrink your tr- dick a little bit. Yeah, you know. let my truck <laughs> let my truck get let my de- truck get dirty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you know, the, thug life. Thug life. So the second update, uh, it life. was announced. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Come on over and see what you get at the wine homestead. For not fucking with my kids during this quarantine. Uh, if you email me, I'll give you his address. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great because I got that new 12 gauge you just heard to try out. <laughs> and after I installed uh, my 16 foot fence that I seriously bought to go across my driveway, <laughs> you can feel free to come on over. <laughs> now, Juan, be serious. Did you install the fence? I haven't done it yet, but I will. Along exactly. with these. Everyone's. Uh, <laughs> no trespassing. <laughs> and uh, this one. Yeah. Juan has, it looks like you've gone full prepper. Well, that that was my thing. Like I said, I'm trying to look as white as shit, right? <laughs> so I put up a fence, you know, and say that I got signs out that say I'll shoot you without, you know, wasting ammo. And yeah. that there's uh, surveillance cameras. They're going to be like, oh, dude, those are some crazy white people in there. We're going to move on. We're going to go down the street. And and, unless other. they're on meth, then it won't matter. Yeah. That's why people on meth don't really think. Unfortunately, if people just... on meth think that you definitely have something to hide. Yeah, yeah, people on meth it's... can't make it out to my neighborhood. It's too far for a meth head. <laughs> well, I'm sure that they'd true. have to have a network of friends with shitty vehicles to make it out this far. Because <laughs> <laughs> a POS breaks I'm down like go... every seven miles. <laughs> runs out I'm of gas. I'm gonna go up there and, and make like a hunt, hunt Hansel and Gretel style <laughs> freaking tra- trail of crack <laughs> to your driveway. <laughs> Just for spite. <laughs> that actually sounds like a good plan. We'll have to do that together. Airfare's cheap enough. <laughs> yeah, we're working on some uh, tripwire explosives for the perimeter. to North Carolina. <laughs> yeah? Two How days much? ago. Yeah. I was like, are you insane? <laughs> My dad almost flew to California yesterday, but then he decided to stay home. I was like, that's probably a good idea considering because he, he even realized he said if i go who knows when i'll be back i was like yeah so he and he have you seen their him. governor yeah that dude is handsome that is a handsome man <laughs> i was, was like why mayor. is this guy in politics yeah he was the mayor of san francisco when i lived there well i didn't still, live in san francisco you still dream about him every night uh no i never did unfortunately <laughs> for him uh but <laughs> speaking of people in you know i like your offices, <laughs> yeah, yeah i got a lot of confidence right now uh the, the blind other- confidence of a bald homeschool kid <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, and there's two of them here so <laughs> i'm so glad you're here adam <laughs> <laughs> jesus right out of the gate 
Yeah, well, as we see later on in the episode, I'll be thankful I was homeschooled, and you'll find out why. Uh, the second update uh, was that uh, two days ago, it was announced that the Olympic Games in Tokyo this summer have been postponed due to the coronavirus, which is kind of disappointing. The Olympics is always fun, but it actually has was that kind ever of, happened before. I don't believe so. Uh, but That's this is crazy. Yeah, it is. This announcement was made by the vice president of the International Olympic Committee. This guy's name is Dick Pound. Awesome name. Dude, you yeah. don't even got to add shit to that. That's No, I was like, wow, that's impressive. And he worked his way how up to I, the top. How do you not go by Richard? How is like, <laughs> you gotta yeah. have a, I guess, a sense of humor. Like, yeah. yeah. Or you, I don't know how you could go through life and not have everyone point that out at some point in time. Oh, no, you just have to do what he does. You'd have to just own it. I'm Dick Pound. <laughs> yeah. What do you got about it? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, <laughs> if you don't, thing you, just, you do when you meet somebody, you shake their hand, you don't release the hand until you see the awkwardness in their eyes. <laughs> Dick Pound. That's like, yeah, as, Juan has, it. as like Juan has said before, that's how I hug people. I hug people way too long till it gets uncomfortable. And then right when uncomfortable, gonna, he means hard. Right when they pull away, you just pull in real tight, real quick, one more time, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just see the sweat start to accumulate on their brow. It's, 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 it's real fun. So, yeah. But this past week, obviously, has been pretty insane, depending on where you live. And you, if you live in a larger metropolitan area, uh, you're probably on lockdown. Uh, people have been physically attacking each other over toilet paper and hand sanitizer, while others are hoarding and engaging in profiteering. And if you live under a rock and don't watch the news, that's because of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, but actually, uh, you know, maybe one of some people out there, maybe you do, maybe you don't. What does the word pandemic actually mean? Do either of you guys know? Not at all. Yeah, put us on the spot like that. Hey, that's what, that's part uh, of it. Let's break it down. Let's go break it down. Pan, that's Spanish for bread. So obviously that's in there. <laughs> um, exactly. Dimic. It's a delicious treat. Dem, yeah, that's what Dem, I'm going, is that I'm like a dom? So it's sexually transmitted? No? Okay. Oh it's bread be di- so bread. I heard the word damn. lick in there. That's oh wait, pandemic. Ick, not lick. Sorry. <laughs> pandemic is a term that means an infectious disease has spread and is prevalent over either in a whole country or the entire world. So when before it breaks the borders of a country, it's called an epidemic. Once it breaches those borders and goes out it's a pandemic and there's nothing they can do to stop it they can only try and regulate it is that for the word panic is pokemon go a pandemic basically (laughs) it was in 2015 or 2016 when it came out but uh interestingly enough i've had a lot of discussions with people lately who can't fathom that coronavirus is an actual pandemic and is spreading into their communities it also, I also have had uh, other conversations where people are still in complete denial that it actually exists. And I believe this is largely happening because we as human beings don't believe something tragic can happen until it happens to us. You know, if you haven't gone through something, it seems really far away sometimes. Yeah, I, I'd co-sign that. So, but I know this from personal experience. Up until I was 25, nothing tragic had happened to my life. 
So I had known other people who had experienced tragic events, such as the sudden death of a loved one, but it always seemed something really far away or like it couldn't happen to me until it actually did happen to me when my mother and sister-in-law were killed in the car accident. But going through that experience taught me that tragic events do happen. So when other tragic events have happened in my life, such as Juan and I's really close friend Ben passing away in 2012, I didn't have as big of a struggle accepting it. And I really didn't struggle with denial. Like it was heartbreaking and it was sad and it was really difficult to go through, but there wasn't much denial because I'd already had, okay, bad stuff happens. This sucks, but I I know I can move through it. And I also think another factor involved in this current issue is that the average person doesn't know the facts about how often pandemics have happened throughout history. Uh, infectious disease has been around for thousands and thousands of years. And thankfully, we do live in the best time to be alive. Uh, contrary to what some people say, where they say, oh, I wish I'd rather lived, you know, 100, 200 years ago. No, we live in the best time to be alive. Yeah, well, you want to uh, live to be 45? <laughs> like, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you <laughs> can easily get dick pics on your computer nowadays. It's not hard. <laughs> yeah, they just show up by surprise, don't they, Juan? <laughs> <laughs> I have so got nothing to say on that. <laughs> and then you claim they're not yours. They're not. Listen, if you had my dick, you would believe me. Listen. There's no dick pics. <laughs> right? It just looks like a wet burrito. There's no detail. I don't know. I thought it looked like chicken skin. Exactly. It's not something that uh, you put up and go, hey, check this out. The response would just be, what is that? <laughs> Unless you really like burritos. <laughs> or chicken skin. <laughs> See, I like our take on this virus. It's straight to death. I don't even know. I, don't yeah. know what I wonder how many times we're going to do that in the next couple hours. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, will you give us a dick count? <laughs> yeah. That'd be we're hilarious. At one. <laughs> yeah. Get a counter going to the top right of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Keep track, listener. Listen, no matter how bad the world gets. No matter if it's a pandemic or not, dick jokes are still funny. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where dick jokes aren't funny. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. I this be careful is when gr- I say that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a great time to be alive because medical technology has advanced so far that we have, you know, eliminated some diseases, but we are far from having a completely disease-free existence. Going back to, in history, uh, the one of the first major pandemics in recorded history began in the year 165, and it was the Antonine Plague. And it, this disease was thought to have been smallpox or measles, and it was brought back by soldiers of the Roman Empire from the Near East. And this plague lasted for 15 years and killed 5 million people. Roman historian Dio Cassius wrote that at one point, in Rome, there were 2,000 people dying per day. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. So I kind of don't think this is going to last 15 years. Uh, you know, it's really sad that people are dying from this, but thankfully we do have awesome doc- doctors and nurses that are out there like suffering for the sake of the other people that are suffering. Like, for all the nurses and the medical professionals out there, mad respect to you guys for, you know, braving this and doing this. Because I, I know, unfortunately, eventually some of them are going to start getting sick just because they're exposed to it so frequently. But, uh, pr- you know, props to everybody out there that's doing their best during this really tough time. 
Yeah, it's I weird though. I it's like me. About... I'm not afraid of the of the virus, right? I'm not 80. Not that not blowing that off like that. I take care of my mother's 81, so I have to take it very seriously. Right? I can't bring it home. But I'm more afraid of the idiot's response to this pandemic, <laughs> right? That's why I got to get extra white now, just to protect myself <laughs> from it's the not, idiot. Right? Yeah, because it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's As a white coach. person, we've been doing that for a long time, so you're making a lot of sense right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta protect yourself from the idiots. Hey, when you think bunker... By idiots, we are, we are talking about anyone who is not white. Right. <laughs> I know that when Sorry, I think bunker in the right? ground, I think that guy's <laughs> name is probably like Eric Wood or something like that. You know, it's not Juan Ch- Carlos who's got the bunker in the ground. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's kind of funny because I know a guy... Uh, he lived in California. He doesn't live there anymore, but what was it? Six or seven years ago. He, uh, he, I can say this now cause he sold the property. You know, I'm not going to say his name or anything, but he had a bunker built on his a, uh, property and I helped him build it. Like he bought like a giant, huge steel water tank and it had it buried in the ground, had like a secret trap door and everything. And yeah. It was pretty interesting. So he, if he, at his new property in a different state where he moved to, he's probably feeling super, like, you know, vindicated right now. I feel like people who get, like, bunkers, though, like, that's a short-term thing, right? Yeah. I would go batshit insane if I was in a bunker for any extended period of time. Oh, definitely. You can't stay down there. I mean, even, even the ones with filtration systems. You can only stay down so long. You have to come up. It, it's hard enough to stay in like your own home. Like, yeah, if you yeah. didn't have internet, you'd, you'd quickly run out of dick pics and uh, <laughs> you'd be bored out of your mind. Um, <laughs> what, did you find another one there, Juan? No, man, I forgot that clown was to my right. <laughs> <laughs> the clown made a comeback. <laughs> He's so happy. He's so happy during these tough times. It is. I don't know how. But anyways, the next recorded major pandemic was the Plague of Justinian, uh, which broke out in the Byzantine Empire, which is, you know, modern day Turkey. And it was particularly bad in the city of Constantinople, modern day Istanbul. Uh, It began in the year 541 and lasted for a year and had reoccurring outbreaks for 208 years. Whoa. This... But yeah, this plague was spread by rats that carried infected fleas. And some researchers believe that the plague of Justinian was caused by the same bacterium that later caused the Black Death in the 14th, the, yeah, the 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, 17th centuries. Yeah, that one was around for a while. <laughs> and then... How the, is this uh, tied to Justinian? Just because he was the, the emperor at the time? Just because he was the emperor at the time, yeah. And Man, can I, you imagine having a name that got that much shade thrown on it? Like you're oh, blamed yeah. for millions yeah, like and the, millions of death. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, the, the, actually we're, the blame game does tend to happen. Actually, that's one thing. The first, one of the, like the latter parts of a pandemic, uh, people got to, they feel like they have to find a scapegoat. So they start find a people group or a person or, you know, a country to blame. And in the 1400 Maybe a province. Yeah, a province. Yeah, it's it's kind of already happening now. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I've heard more racist people in the last two weeks than I have in probably the last four years. You know, just like people being openly racist towards just Asian people in general. It's absolutely disgusting. 
And yeah, like, it was a great I understand. time for my wife to get her nails done. We walked in there. We're the only people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I went, oh, where was it? I oh, went my to, God. What? Hear, hear me out for a second. Sure. Now is the perfect time to open up a a, a, uh, a nail shop to where you just make it blatantly obvious that everyone who works there is, <laughs> like, not... <laughs> Not Asian. You're gonna get all the racist people, and yeah. they'll spend more. And then whenever this thing ends, you close up shop. Yeah, and uh, or bing, an bang, all, boom, you're an rich. All white like massage parlor. Same thing. Whoa, whoa! I we went know. From I've nails never to been massage. to any of those. Huh? <laughs> what would that be like? An all white massage? <laughs> all the women would just be rubbing you, complaining about how the guy that they married two years ago is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> their first husband and their dad was a dick. Yeah. They're on their period. They just called their mother. <laughs> sorry, ladies. If you didn't do this shit, I wouldn't bring it up. I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> my life experience has been that that's what happened. I dated you. I saw you. I was out there. It was not a pretty sight. I did know a family that were they're really successful in like the spring in Houston area mm-hmm. that started like uh, their own dry cleaner. They were like hugely successful. They uh, sold to like um, a men's warehouse cleaner or something like that. Wow! So that's another that's another industry. It's predominantly uh, Asian yeah. run. But the dry cleaner I go to, they're Asian run. Really nice people too. And actually, speaking of Asian run, why did uh, your voice change whenever you said really nice people? It's like you almost like you didn't really believe it. <laughs> oh, trust me, I do believe we, it. Juan, are we picking up on something here? Is this guy? Uh, no, he does that a lot. So- he does that voice change thing. <laughs> he lies a lot. <laughs> so the the next big plague, or not plague, the You're next big pandemic. On to the next. <laughs> was uh, in the year 735 when smallpox broke out in Japan. And that killed about one million, which was one third of the population at that time. And it lasted for two years. Okay, but those are some bad odds. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. one really bad odds. Uh, and really have you quick. seen pictures of smallpox? No. Yes. It's horrifying. It's like mm-hmm. 10 times worse than chickenpox. It's it looks like living hell. It looks awful. Um the Japanese interestingly believed that smallpox was caused by a quote smallpox demon, which was a demon that they believed would run around giving people smallpox when it was angry. So they would try to calm its anger by offering flowers and burning incense. And they also believed that it was afraid of the color red. So if someone was sick, they would dress them up in red clothes. And yeah, in reality, smallpox is just another virus that causes fever, vomiting, mouth sores. Ugh. Uh, later, blisters that fill with fluid and scab over. So similar to chickenpox. But thankfully, smallpox has been eradicated thanks to the vaccination. And it was a horrible disease because it had a 30% mortality rate. So Yikes. Yeah. That was a bad one. But the worst plague in recorded history was the Black Death, uh, which was also known as the Bubonic Plague. And it is believed to have originated in Central or East Asia and was carried along the Silk Road to Europe in 1346. And this plague in Europe lasted for three years. And then later epidemics continued to pop up from time to time for the next 300 years. Uh, there were three different types of this plague, pneumonic, septicemic, and 
bubonic, yep. pneumonic, and septicemic plague had mortality rates of 90 and 100%. Oh my Jeez. God. Yeah, if you got septicemic plague, you were dead. And oh, if there's you had our pneumonic- silver lining for the day. Exactly. This one's like 1.6%, <laughs> right? It's actually up to four now, almost. Is it really? Yeah, there. It, it, it's going to change. It's as it goes. It's going to. It's going to change. It's going to go up and go down because the data is going to continually change. So we're going to probably have to wait a few years to see. Probably until there's a vaccine, and we won't know until like we'll get a good solid amount of data on the coronavirus. But the bubonic plague had a rate depending on the area that it was in because it affected each country differently. It had a rate of about forty to sixty percent wow. mortality rate. Uh, overall, the Black Death killed about 200 million people in those three years, and it was the most deadly pandemic in history. Yeah, it did that in three years? Huh? Three years? Yeah. Wow. It was one-third of the population of Europe that died in That's where that years. Ring Around the Rosies, Pocket Pull of Fozies song came from. Yep. Yeah. That is exactly. so creepy. It also, the term quarantine came from uh, the Black Death, too, was in Italy the 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 word it's like it's like the first part of quarantine that's like quarantine it's it's some uh, Italian word I can't remember exactly which one it is but it means forty days and so if a ship came into port they had to wait forty days and if no one on ship the ship showed symptoms within forty days then they would let them off the ship so so I thought that would be it's kinda, pretty smart it, it was really smart it would suck to be the sailor you got to wait there for you know f- five weeks but. He was so no. close to food. He was so close. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's and actually that did start slowing the spread of it when they started instituting quarantines. Um, but <laughs> this is, yeah. Smallpox reared its ugly head again in 1520. And then in 1520, that outbreak killed 56 million. And then the bacterium that caused the Black Death surfaced again in force in the 17th and 18th centuries killing 3 million in the 1600s and then 15 or sorry not 15 6000 600,000 in the 1700s and then a new uh disease came to the block and it was cholera and that broke out mm. in 1817 and that killed about 1 million which was followed 30 years later by another outbreak of bubonic plague which killed 12 million and then in the Remix. late 18- Yep, and then in the late 1800s, yellow fever broke out and killed 150,000. So the 1800s was a terrible time to be alive as far as infectious disease can't, won't, goes. Yellow fever, um, what's that again? It's, uh, I actually got inoculated for it because to go to Africa, if you don't get it and you come back, they won't, they'll, if they, and they actually check your immunization card, they won't let you back in. Uh, it's just a really, really bad fever. When I went and we went to go get it. They give you like this information packet and they make you read it. And the thing, like, it's like the symptoms of yellow fever are fever, death. <laughs> I, I, I kind of, I chuckled and I asked the nurse and I was like, why is death listed? She said, oh, because if you get it, you'll die. And I was like, oh, that's serious? And she goes, yeah, you don't want this. <laughs> that's that's phenomenal bedside manner right there. <laughs> yeah, right? You're not going to scare the they're shit not, out of people with that. They're, not, they're cutting every corner there. That's... Yeah. But what about worst... scarlet fever? Uh, scarlet fever, it didn't have a big giant outbreak over, you know, that big enough to, for me to record in the research that I did. There's been smaller outbreaks. What about outbreaks jungle fever? <laughs> 
Mark, you're an expert. Let's hear it. I have it on good authority. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Mark's fever gone. has a very low mortality a rate, raging I must case. say. A raging case. <laughs> Some say, some say once you get it, you never go back. So um, That is true, actually, Adam. I, that's mostly true. <laughs> <laughs> looking through uh, my, from my like computer. Here. Look, it's like you guys are in the zoo, and I'm yeah. just taking notes. Okay, so <laughs> once you get this, there's no going back. Okay. <laughs> well, the uh, amount of confidence and authority you have saying that. I would love for somebody to hear this that yeah. like doesn't know what uh, that was oh a joke. <laughs> that would like be amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys hear about this jungle fever? I they gave Mark you a hug. And, <laughs> and if they can I see don't. what I'm seeing, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I've known Mark for years. I've been exposed. <laughs> yeah, it can lie dormant for years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it hits up you. All of a sudden. Usually, like after watching like a rap video or something. <laughs> that is just. Uh, if but if they could see. That's booty bonnet. I got nothing. Oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry. Oh no, I have that. <laughs> this is when I apologize and just leave stage right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're making up our own, but they're like fantasy plagues. Yeah, <laughs> the bubonic. Uh, some would argue it's very real. <laughs> it's horrible. There's ass everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it all started in the late 2000s with the invention of jeggings and yoga pants. <laughs> Thank God for <laughs> designers and new ideas, right? Yep. <laughs> It's like you had to do something. They took away camel cigarettes and replaced it with yoga pants. <laughs> Camels were like, we're not getting represented anymore. They're like, we got an idea. <laughs> and I'm not upset about it at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Horrible friend. <laughs> there well, we folks, go. There's three of us. You can kick me out now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there'll be, there'll be phones will be blowing up. Get him out of there! Uh. Wow, we got five thousand voicemails all of a sudden, <laughs> and all of them are from Karen. <laughs> Why is Juan still on your podcast? So yeah, the worst pandemic in recent history uh, was the Spanish flu, which began in 1918 as as soldiers returned home from. World War One and brought the flu with them. Uh, this particular strain of influenza was very deadly and it infected 500 million people, which was one fourth of the world's population at the time. And it killed between 50 and 100 million people. Uh, those are the estimates. And yeah. And if it really did kill uh, 100 million people, like some people think it did, that would have made it uh, more deadly than all of the deaths in World War One and World War Two. So, now, did you hear anything uh, particularly interesting to today's time uh, about that pandemic? To today's time, I saw something. I saw a few things about it, but I I completed the script a couple days ago, so I didn't really go into that. 
I know that some people are in the last couple of days have been like, we can learn some lessons from the Spanish flu and not repeat the same mistakes because uh, back in at when the Spanish flu initially started, they didn't take it very seriously and it spread quickly and then it kind of went dormant and then it mutated and came back and killed a bunch more people. Yeah. And I heard, like I was watching this like video doing some, uh, you know, some YouTube research mm-hmm. and, um, they said that it's possible, but it was denied heavily at the time. Also started in the same province in China in 2017. What? Yeah, Wuhan. Yeah, and they say, yeah, China. And they say that they they that people who have said it happening outbreak in Kansas, Kansas mm-hmm. from people from the war. They're like actually, but there was a year before, and like the government like like had like talked about this horrible outbreak. Um, but then whenever they started going all over the world, they kind of just like shut down, stopped talking about it. And then, then it kind of spread from there. I'll have to go fact check that. I'm interested now. Yeah. Like I said, that's from from YouTube research. I don't know if y'all heard it before. Well, what it was, was there was this, there was a doctor in Wuhan who helped with the Ebola. Mm -hmm. He was the one that spearheaded the, the way to deal with Ebola. And I guess it was discovered at one of the markets there. In an illegal market, and then so he stayed on board, watching apparently this place, and he was giving out early information, and it was being blocked by the government apparently, and then this dude just ended up getting it and dying from it, and um, <clears throat> I was kind of seen as a hero, I guess, because he was the first whistleblower about it. But yeah, he was stating that it came from basically the same area of China, yeah, same type situation where it was, you know, uh, basically illegal animal consumption. Yeah, and but you know a lot of those things. I mean, I guess it might be super important to know where it started because that would help you like defeat or maybe prevent it from from the past. But I mean, as far as like until there's really hard data, it's like just pointing fingers doesn't really help. I exactly. think we need to focus more on not not that, but you know where to blame, but just how to slow it down. But if three of the top three, at least three of the top ten worst viruses in history or pandemics in history mm-hmm. came from the exact same province. Yeah, that'll make you think. Like, yeah, SARS hmm, was the other something's, one. Yeah, so yeah, like SARS. something's going on. Yeah, that actually, I did read into uh, in the past week a paper where researchers have said that they believe now that they they believe and they hope that China is going to come and do a little bit more uh, crackdown on those animal markets, just because it's a lot of animals living in very unsanitary conditions and really close co- proximities, which is just breeding grounds for disease and mm-hmm. uh, it would actually be, I mean, just for the sake of just public safety, that seems, it seems like or even basic animal to cruelty, me. honestly. Yeah. Oh, who gives and, a shit about that? Well, the thing is like for me personally, if someone, Give me wants the food. To, if someone wants to eat weird stuff, I don't care. But if like, if I go to like H E B or Kroger and all the animals are live and packed into like cages, all stacked on top of each other, I'm not going to want to buy anything there. But I know culturally it's different there. But just because it's culturally different doesn't mean that that's smart for people's health. It's just interesting right. to me that that a country that we've already discussed about how strict and you know like regimented they are hasn't cracked down on that and knocked it off. It's kind of interesting yeah, to have from the same place too. It's very like alien, yeah, same city. Yeah, right. I, yeah, yeah I, I, I would think that they would be like. I mean, shoot, if they can go through like villages and knock you know forty percent of them down. To build other stuff, why don't they go and say, "Hey, you know what? If you want to eat this, you figure out a different way to do it." You know. So, but, 
when do we get to go like full Alex Jones conspiracy theory on this? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go that here in a little bit. Trust me. Oh, all right. All right. I won't. I won't. Oh, jump. I won't jump ahead then. <laughs> All right, I see I, Adam chomping at the bit here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got, uh, I got a couple from my wife. Oh my goodness. Oh, I've heard some of the stuff your wife said. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, I oh, I, I can't I, wait. I, I heavily rolled my eyes. Uh, the next large pandemics were the Asian flu and the Hong Kong flu, which each killed oh, one boy. million in the fifties and the sixties. And then in 1981, uh, HIV slash AIDS broke out and has killed 35 million people since 1981. And in the past 10 years, there have been small outbreaks of disease such as SARS, MERS, swine flu, and Ebola. But none of those de- diseases have killed more than 200,000, making the last 20 years very, very good as far as infectious diseases go. That is until the novel coronavirus you know, last year. But I think... The reason I wanted to present that information was just so, you know, anyone out there, if you didn't know, infectious disease has been around for thousands of years. Just because it hasn't happened recently doesn't mean that it can't happen again. And we'll get into... Doesn't it technically mean that we're due? Yeah, it actually does mean that we're due. And if you look at the history of it... And we have a pattern of of living beyond them. (laughs) Yeah, we do have a pattern of living beyond them. And if you look at history, I have a graph here of all the different disease outbreaks based by year. And it's roughly every 100 years, there's a major disease outbreak on this planet and it sucks and millions of people die. It's just, I'm at least that shows me that I'm thankful we live in this particular time point in time because we have better medical science and we have a better response to it. So we can, as they say, you know, lower the curve and save lives by being smart about it rather than just, you know, well, let's just go about life normally and whoever dies, dies. And, you know, back, you know, hundred, shoot, back before, uh, back before the Spanish, when the Spanish flu happened, they didn't even have penicillin and the Spanish flu was killing people, not because of the virus, but because of secondary infections, such as uh, sinusitis and pneumonia, which penicillin would have cured people of, but people were dying just because of that. There's also, there's another, um, ep- uh, pandemic that, Nobody ever talks about it. It happened like right around the early two thousands when Limp Biscuit came out. <laughs> See, too long millions setup, of people, millions of people died on the inside. That's when true. That That's but, very, uh, very and they true. Never recovered. No, look at one. <laughs> I do. I do have a conspiracy theory, and I I do have Limp Biscuit at the end of it. So yeah, that's that's interesting because actually the. The next, you know, thing that I did find in my research was that, um, you know, contrary to what people have said, uh, you know, they thought that, you know, I've heard some people say that the coronavirus came from like eating bat soup, but that's not really true. It actually came from Fred Durst when he was playing Candy Crush while traveling in China this past year. And, you know, through the 5G networks there in China, a sick person playing Candy Crush that they got it from Fred Durst through the 5G and then they transmitted that through the 5G network, infecting thousands of people. So if you don't want the virus, delete Candy Crush and burn your phone. That's the simple truth of it. Uh, hey, jury's anything, rest. Anything okay. actually that will get people to just get rid of that game would be great. Because my wife plays that shit. And it annoys me. <laughs> I don't. Me. I'm like, hey, hey. So I, <laughs> I'm trying to get laid over here. Get off that stupid Candy Crush game. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I actually home. can't believe it's still around. I went through a little phase where I played it pretty heavy, and that was four years ago, probably. 
Yeah, I I dated someone for a few years, and she literally played that for like an hour or two before she went to sleep every night. She would like lay down in bed and just play it, and I was like, "Why don't you go to sleep?" Well, I mean, playing Kenny. The alternative was to talk to you, so I mean, I can't say I don't blame her <laughs> on that one. <laughs> nobody actually enjoys candy crush that's just their way to not talk to their significant other basically (laughs) no no mine's just a selfish person she actually (laughs) enjoys it it's like fuck you and your needs (laughs) trying to eat these ghosts over here whatever they are i don't know she knows it it pisses me off so much she tries to hide it like like it's an addiction and shit yeah. It's like, no, I was uh, filling out a job application. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you, uh, you know what no, she says to me last night? She, her, this girl made $5,000 just showing her feet a month. I'm like, are you telling me that you're looking yeah. into like <laughs> videotaping your feet Cam for girl. five grand a month? She's like, well, I'm like, great. Get on that shit. Let's go. <laughs> I'll throw honey in. I got ideas. Let's feathers, whatever. <laughs> Let's get this up to 10 G's. I got, we're stuck in here. We got nothing else to do. I got cameras. <laughs> yeah. That's disturbing. I just bought one of those 6G routers. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, speaking of 6G, there are actually people out there right now who believe that 5G is causing the virus. And uh, I looked You're into You're being this. serious? I'm be- 100% oh serious. God. Someone I know actually sent me an article, and I was like, uh, no, that's not true. Uh, they claim that the 5G tower sends... Okay, get this. They, it, <laughs> according to my research, the 5G tower sends a, quote, vaccine-based 5G chemtra- chemtrail beam to the oh bats. Oh, my Which is God. ridiculous because, by definition, vaccines present disease. Everyone knows the chemtrails turn you gay anyway. Like, like the frogs. The, exactly. <laughs> That's chemtrail 101. Exactly. But then they say these bats are, quote, weaponized to have COVID-19, and then those bats have a mind control beam which uses 5G-activated <laughs> toilet paper rolls to listen in on people's conversations. This, And I'm not making this up. Like... I looked into, there are people out there propagating this stuff online, believing that this is true. But I came across one guy, this, this was the one gold thing in this, okay, this one guy who believes in conspiracy theories, he wrote, his poor grammar and, and is just killing me, but man. It's always, it's, it's, it goes it's, hand in hand. It's always people that can't spell or read or barely write. It's, it's, I don't, I don't, and we'll get into that here in a minute, but this guy wrote, Man, huge UFO fan, okay? Believer in the <laughs> antediluvian civilization, but honestly, the 5G is a huge stretch. Just 100 and years ago, this happened. Different type of virus, same result. Our planet is alive. Parts of it so small, it can't be seen with naked eye. This conspiracy is even too much for this guy who believes in conspiracy theories. So I was like, when what? you... The, when the conspiracy theorists out there are like, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Stop and think that's, about it. That's, yeah. Like, freaking. that being said, <laughs> I mean, you got to be a little bit unnerved with the fact that Alex Jones got put in jail, like, as soon as this thing was breaking. Yeah. Well, it's, 
Like I can understand. And all the famous people are somehow acquiring this disease. Oh, I looked into that conspiracy theory too. It's hilarious. Yeah, that was like so, elaborate. It's like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But all of I'm these so conspiracy theories actually made me wonder why so many people believe in conspiracy theories. And then after researching it, I found out that our brains are trained and wired to see patterns. So like if we see dark clouds coming, our brain tells us, oh, to expect a storm, a storm. Or if we're out in the woods in, at, you know, and we see a dark shadow, our brains tell us there's a predator out there hunting us. You know, it's like everybody's, everybody who's been in the woods has probably felt like that at some point in time. Our brains are wired for this way to like protect us from harm. And so often our brains can easily assume that there is a connection where there is no data to actually show a connection. So they just make these leaps. Our brains will make these leaps. And so think of this example. You have like a quarter and you go to flip it. What are the chances of it landing on heads? 50-50. So if you flip that coin three times and it lands on heads each time and you go to flip it a fourth time, what do you expect? Heads or tails? 50-50. Exactly. But there are some people out there that think since it's already landed on heads three times in a row, the odds have changed so that it's more likely to be tails on the next flip. But the odds are still 50-50. It's pure and simple math. But this is also... No, how that sounds like pure and simple reptilian brain talk. <laughs> Fucking open your eyes. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> no, but really, it's, it's simple math. Uh, that's... That's how casino. That's how casinos make so much money off of gamblers. They lull you into a false belief that you're going to hit it big soon because you've increased the odds in your favor by playing the game repeatedly. When the entire time the odds are always in favor of the house, the odds never change. Yeah, and a person who owns like several slot machines, like I own like legit IGT Valley's machines, you set mm-hmm. those odds right. Like it's a computer. Yeah. I know for a fact, no matter how much money someone puts in these machines out here there mm-hmm. i'm never gonna have to pay out more than a percentage that i choose right <laughs> it's like you're going to it's a no-lose situation for the casino right. but people there some people have their brains are just a little bit different and there's nothing actually wrong with their brain and actually they just it makes them more prone to believe in conspiracy theories and you know see these patterns where there isn't anything and this is called illusory pattern perception and in simple english that means finding connections where there aren't any at all and then why is this it's because of the neurotransmitter dopamine now do you want a science lesson because i can give it to you so like the theory of having big feet means (laughs) right (laughs) right and so dopamine is a reward chemical in our brain it's people call it the pleasure chemical it's a little bit different it's it's kind of like a dumbed down term for it but when it's released in our brains, it makes us feel good. It's, you know, when something good happens, it gives you a reward. It makes you feel good. But in the context of this discussion, when someone who believes in a conspiracy theory thinks they've made a connection between two things that are totally unrelated, their brains then release dopamine and then they feel good. And then this mm. also works in conjunction with confirmation bias, convincing the individual that their supposed connection that they just made must be true. Okay, so confirmation bias is the tendency 
to interpret any new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. So when someone has confirmation bias, and then they also have this illusory pattern perception, they tend to believe in conspiracy theories. And no matter how much actual facts and evidence you give them, they aren't going to believe it. Ah, so kind of like someone, when you're accused of cheating and you never did. <laughs> exactly. So like exactly. Barbara's husband cheats. That's yeah. not me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if someone believes that NASA is hiding the fact that the earth is flat, flat and someone else shows them scientific evidence to refute their belief in the conspiracy theory, their confirmation bias makes them believe that science is just part of the cover-up because they believe they know the actual truth. And then the internet has made this so much worse by giving a place for people to come and share their fake information. And so then people think, oh, I saw it on AKA YouTube. AKA the truth. It, yeah. They, it, oh, I saw it on YouTube. It has to be true. Or I saw it on my Facebook group. It must be true because it's on the, a website, which doesn't mean anything. But here's an example. In a documentary called Behind the Curve about flat earthers on Netflix, Mark Sargent, a big supporter of the flat earth theory, says, Total moron. Oh, yeah. He says, quote, the reason why we're winning versus science against science, again, grammar, is because science just throws math at us where we go and say, hey, by the way, there's Seattle and you can see it with your camera as he stands on the beach of Whidbey Island. So I looked into where he lives. I looked into the beach that they filmed that on. It's about 12 miles across from Puget Sound from where he was standing to Seattle, from the shores of Seattle. The curvature of the earth is eight inches per mile. So that adds up to 96 inches of curvature, which is eight feet. So to the naked eye, it appears flat because over the distance of 12 miles, the curve is minimal. You still see the buildings and, you know, the stuff in Seattle because they're over eight feet tall. But the interesting other thing about the documentary is that at the end, there's two different flat earthers that do experiments to test test if the earth is flat or round, and both experiments prove that the earth is spherical, and yet they still oh, stubbornly great. believe that it's still flat. Confirmation bias. It's like my abs. They're still there and flat, and they're still, <laughs> but there's a curvature over them. So I just convinced my wife that there's a flat earth one, and so right. it works out for me. I can be She's fat a- as shit. She's a, flat, she's a flat ab truther. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> flat yep. ab truther. Yep. She, Every time she, she climbs on the see. hippopotamus, it's not a hippo to her. I'm like, you're uh, in such denial. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just real with myself. Like, I wouldn't fuck me. Would you? How do you get into it? Like, You know what I mean? You're like, what kind of deceptive shit do you got going on in your head where you go, Cause she looks at me legitimate every day. And it's like, you are so sexy. And I'm like, what? No, <laughs> this is the opposite of sexy, but you know, I'm glad she's a conspiracy theorist. Hey, there's someone, there's <laughs> someone for everyone. For yeah. There's definitely someone for everyone. Yes, yeah. there definitely is. You know, uh, studies also show that people who feel like they have little or no power over their lives are more prone to believe in conspiracy theories. Uh, if they feel helpless, they you know want to blame the government or a big corporation or people that they perceive to have power where they don't. And so then they feel like, well, that person is keeping me down when in reality, they could just make some personal changes in their lives and become more confident and in control of their lives. But they go the conspiracy theory route. But interesting thing, uh, just to show you like how the conspiracy theories are so pervasive, 
I remember several years ago, the first time somebody told me that they, for, someone told me that, oh, you know what? There's a link between vaccines and autism. <clears throat> and so at the time, I didn't think this person was a complete wackadoodle. So I assumed that they had done some actual research or got this from like a reputable source. So for a was minute- Was this Jenny McCarthy? No, <laughs> no, definitely not. If it was, I would have not believed it. But so for a minute, I wondered if it was true. It was just like in a passing conversation. But then after doing some actual research, I discovered that it's not true. And so this is the danger of believing YouTube videos or Facebook posts or just even someone else's you know, facts that they tell you without checking it first. So for me personally, now I fact check everything and I'm skeptical of most new information I hear or see until I discover for myself what's true or not, because there's just so much bad information out there. Yeah, I feel like I have to watch the news from one perspective and then watch it from another and then try to find something like in the middle to figure out what really is going <laughs> on. Like I got to watch the news to watch the news to watch the news. <laughs> Isn't that sad? It it's is sad. so obnoxious. Yeah. And yeah, it's I basically... My, yeah. my, my personal rule is like, if it's on the news, maybe 25% of it is true. If it's on YouTube, uh, less of a percent, unless it's from like a proven scientist or it comes from a channel that, you know, comes from reputable sources, they do legitimate research. And if it's on Facebook, it's all just crap. <laughs> like, I don't believe anything I see on Facebook, <laughs> literally. And you know, all this coronavirus stuff people have been putting on Facebook, um, it, whatever story or anything, I'm just like, it, unless it comes from a good trusted source, I don't believe it. And I've been fact checking a lot because I want to be like informed as best as I can be. But the coronavirus did originate in the Wuhan province of China. And then researchers have found through the DNA of the virus that it did originate in bats, but they also believe that it probably was passed on to the humans through another species of animal when the the one uh, researcher that I read, he said he doesn't believe it came from eating meat. He said it just did believe it crossed species before it jumped to humans, but they don't actually know why. So all of the people going around being racist could it, blame... Could it blame, be vampires? It could be. This is finally proof of vampires. <laughs> cool, maybe goth chicks will come back. That was one of my favorite <laughs> women phases. There, there was Juan's favorite I, virus right there. Yep. <laughs> the goth virus. I see that you're sad and have dad issues. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're gonna hate me now. But speaking of conspiracy theories and yeah. uh Wuhan province, y'all hear that there's like some like one of thirteen like labs that research freaking infectious diseases yeah. is in that province. Yeah. One of thirteen in the world. World, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about when I was saying to say the least. they stayed in that area because it's been more than once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. And then also... So do you think that the, the chicken was there before the egg, or do you think that they've had that thing there for a while, and um, it just so happens that according, spilling out some of these According to my research, uh, hearing from uh, a person who has researched the coronavirus, a doctor who has researched the coronavirus... He said it is not possible for a human to have created the coronavirus. So he said he believes it did occur and break out naturally. And I'm going to tend to believe that because this guy had no reason to say otherwise. But now if it broke out naturally and then they, they kept it and quarantined it mm -hmm. and then had it in a lab for 10, 15 years, could it not have gotten back out? 
Yeah, but it, it would still show up. It was created. It could have, but like, naturally, theoretically, it could have. But there's no real way to know. Unfortunately, I just want to know when I'm gonna be able to get toilet paper, man. Dude, you got enough. Paper. <laughs> Don't worry. About- I got less, way less toilet paper than you, and I'm doing fine. I got eight shitters. Look, just get coronavirus. You'll be a vampire, and you won't have to shit anymore. Exactly. Oh, I can move to <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> don't got a shit there do you, do, does anybody have any insight as to that so trump like wrote a letter to kim jong-un the other day i'm like this comes so out of left field like, <laughs> what? what i didn't know that i didn't yeah either. i, I saw like either. several news articles about it but i didn't i didn't find it in myself to actually read them so i just saw the highlights <laughs> i would love to um, read his letters because like do they read how he talks oh i, I bet like, they do dear sir this is huge like how would that? Yeah. Would it be the caps? end of every Trump letter is just <laughs> sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Like I like I have my own political views. I don't really. I wouldn't, wouldn't consider myself on the left. I wouldn't consider myself on the right. Mm-hmm. But have you seen any of his press conferences talking yeah. about this stuff? Yeah, it's embarrassing. It is. I'm embarrassing. like, oh my God! It's like verbal diarrhea. He's like, <laughs> he just starts on like, and you'll see the people behind him like. Like Ben Carson. Yeah. Like one of the smartest people in the country. (laughs) They look like so miserable that they have to like not call this guy out. Like they'll cause more panic. And they're just like dying a little bit on the inside. (laughs) You know, people can make fun of Trump all they want. But in reality, uh, he wins in some categories. Like, Oh, uh, sure. I mean, he's he's helping the economy. Yeah, and we have the hottest... Uh, president's wife ever, which oh, well, full of all time, and ever will be. We're gonna I go think right he's gonna hold that crown like for quite a while. Bun-headed, seventy-year-old next, maybe. Have you seen Biden's wife? No. Okay. I'm kidding. I don't know. What she looks like. <laughs> but, re- but remember when Trump said, like, uh, called out um, who was uh, Ted Cruz about his wife? He's like, mm-hmm. oh, have you seen his wife? He's like, yeah. she wouldn't be my first choice. He yeah. said that on a freaking a, <laughs> yeah. a presidential debate. debate yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, so for I, me, I, I kind of like that. <laughs> it's like anyone that stupidly honest probably is not really good at lying, maybe. Like, but then, I don't know. Depends. Yeah, he's, it's good for certain things, like his negotiating and all that kind of stuff. That's can be good to be like that, like um, just oblivious to having to... to say hard facts mm-hmm. but whenever you're talking about an infectious disease that where you you're taking somebody's life in your hands kind of if you don't give them good information and then he takes like, like you don't want, you don't want somebody time. riffing you don't want somebody riffing while telling you about all this <laughs> yeah <laughs> i saw one the other day where the expert came up right and you're like oh i'm gonna mm-hmm. get some good information and then you just talked over this person the yeah. entire time i was like yeah I'm pretty sure you don't know jack shit unless someone tells you. Could you just yeah. let the guy like give us some, tr- yep. you know, some information? It was like That's- you said. It was like everyone's bumbling around behind him. Like, what, it, like is, you could tell it was like not scripted. Like this yeah. guy doesn't follow any. Like you know, when they right no. before they go on and they say, "Hey, you know, let the guy whatever." Like he just that shit doesn't register. He just yeah. goes on. He goes. He thinks out loud, like with his mouth. That's yeah. what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. thought yeah. comes oh, to sure. his head, and then he just starts talking over it. Yeah. 
It's well, that's what I don't like about the 24 hour news cycle. I don't care what channel it is. It's just people yelling over each other. It's like, it's just organized fighting. It's pretty ridiculous. It's kind of pointless. And I'd say, yeah. yeah, it's like, I, per, you know, I find prefer a less biased, less slanted source of news, but there's very few of those out there. So it's just, it's kind of like a crapshoot when you're doing that. But, you know, back to the coronavirus, uh, you know, it's been really great that there's been a lot of, you know, information going out about the coronavirus, like how it spreads through the droplets and what we can do, like, you know, wash our hands and, or wear a mask. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go into all the crazy details of that, but I, uh, I didn't know this until I actually did the research is that what makes the coronavirus so deadly is how it works at a cellular level in the body. Uh, once it goes into your lungs, it actually, it goes into your, attacks your lungs and your, uh, it gets into your intestines too. And then once it's in there, it primarily attacks the lungs. So once your immune system recognizes that the body has been invaded by a virus, it responds by sending in the immune cells to combat the virus. Now, our immune cells are very, very powerful. And if they aren't regulated properly, they can do a ton of damage. So when the immune cells encounter the coronavirus, the virus then infects those immune cells, confusing some of them. And then the immune cells be kill begin killing both infected and healthy cells wreaking havoc on the lungs. And so then the damage to the lungs can get so severe that permanent lifelong damage occurs. So some people could lose like actual, you know, lung breathing capacity because of this. And then if the damage is severe enough to destroy the protective layer of the lungs, bacteria, which normally aren't a problem for the, the immune system, enter the alveoli, the little air sacs where oxygen exchange takes place. And then once this occurs, pneumonia sets in and the immune system is overwhelmed, can't find off both infections. And then in the severe cases, the pneumonia leads, leads the lungs to fill up with fluid, keeping oxygen exchange from occurring. And then even being on oxygen can't keep someone alive. So they essentially drown in their own lungs, which sounds absolutely horrible. And then if that doesn't happen, the bacterial infection can spread and people die within, you know, sometimes a matter of hour or days once it, the bacteria enters the blood. So it sucks because our bodies have no built up immunity to combat this virus. And similarly to the Spanish flu, the causes of death aren't entirely the virus it's the secondary infection the secondary bacterial infection that is so dangerous so there's already enough evidence to show that the coronavirus is more severe and deadly than the common flu so you know i'm sure by the time this is all over you know uh it's going to be some pretty sad numbers but you know i'm hoping that it's not going to get as bad as the spanish flu because i think we're already slowing the curve according to what i see but, you know, hospitals here in Houston, they announced the, the, sh uh, the shelter-in-place order yesterday, and the TMC, the Texas Medical Center, the CEOs of the hospitals there were basically begging the local government to, you know, give an order like that because they were already getting overwhelmed, which was a bad sign. And if, we st if the hospitals have to start triaging patients, that's a really bad sign. Like, you know, in Italy, what's been going on for oh, the past yeah. week, they're basically having to pick who lives and who dies, and often... You know, that, that's just, you know, a terrible thing. So if you live in a city or a state that has told you to stay home, stay home. It's not, if you think you're, if you're a healthy person, like the three of us are relatively healthy, you staying home could save your grandparents or even your father or your friend or whatever. 
Like even for me, I'm considered high risk because I have two autoimmune disorders and blood pressure problems. You know, Wait, that, what? that makes yeah. blood pressure is a problem. Yeah, for for coronavirus, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's great. <laughs> well, I mean, I have to be very careful because of my mother. Yeah. Oh, she's, definitely. She's 82, and like you know. Yeah. It wouldn't take and much. I, yeah, and she I understand death every day. So she's been cheating death since I met you 15 years ago. Exactly. I remember when I first met you, you and your sister were like, our parents are going to go any day now. And it's 15 years later. And they're both still alive by some miracle. She's on so much medication. She glows at night. (laughs) (laughs) She's like Mr. Birds. (laughs) (laughs) I often come in a room in the morning and I go, well, it appears that you cheated death yet for another day. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Wait, she listens to this. Oh hell no! <laughs> she would not like this. Uh, if there was ever a person not to listen to my podcast, it'd probably be my mother. So is she like? Does she ever come over to your house? I no, I live with her. I take care of her twenty four hours a day. She's bedridden. So she is there? Her is there potential that that could be her dick pic that's on your computer? It is possible. <laughs> It is possible. Uh, I said she's sick, not dead. Oh, no. My dad hasn't been around for a while. Uh, She could be lonely. I don't know. I just we, I we're just very close though. Time. I think she we would have talked about this. <laughs> wow. Hey, oh my hey If you gave your mom a shower, it doesn't get any closer than that, man. Definitely doesn't. And I have to Fair. like pick her up to do that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because we don't have like a walk-in shower, so it's like yeah, giving mom a shower is a... It's, I get a shower, too. It's kind of a group thing. Yeah. So, but I think I, yeah, better so I watch out for her. Yeah. That's I think why I the... <laughs> Sorry. I think... Th- no, no worries. It's all good. That's what we're here for. We're here to talk. <laughs> no, but that's why I wear a mask and stuff, and like people think I like go over the top. Like no, I wear you gotta protect But I have to... I can't bring it home to her. You know what I mean? I, yeah. So I I would not be able I, not that I do it on purpose or you know by action that they that's something people maybe don't talk about is like if I did that and then she, something happened to her like I would feel awful yeah like I just well, failed her you know what I mean and it's, so yeah there's a lot it's, to it's, this yeah it's pure and simple math like the reason they're saying stay at home and you know beat would take protective measures is because. Very quickly, one person can spread it to 13, 14, you know, 50 people very, very quickly. And that's actually how it broke out here in Houston. One person that had it went to a bar a couple of weeks ago, and then overnight they had like 39 cases because someone went to a bar and, you know, breathed on other people and touched surfaces, and other people picked it up overnight. It was, and then from there it's just progressively gotten worse and worse because all of those 39 people went home and spread it to other people. Yeah, so and even so if you're not a high do we risk, know what, like, do we know what bar person. it was? I do. I, I I don't have it here in my notes, but I could tell you. Look it up and go tell you. You could find it on like Houston News website too. But basically, the writer of the heart in my head, the writer of the article was blaming young people, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> those damn like, kids. Exactly. <laughs> Try to kill us off and take our money. Yeah. Wait a minute. So, so on the. On the upside of this whole thing, yeah, is that we might have finally solved the social security crisis. <laughs> no, you know what's you know what, the, no all jokes aside, that actually crossed my mind. 
<laughs> no, I, I really thought, I'm like, is this like ways na- natural nature's natural way of taking care of this issue? Because I mean, it's I don't know. It sort of makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, not not being morbid or anything, but <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's yeah. I just I, actually, was... to be perfectly honest, I've I've really been concerned for uh, my grandparents. By some miracle, all f- I'm 38, and all four of my grandparents are still alive. And That's one incredible. Of, one of it is incredible. One I have of them none. is in, yeah. One of them <laughs> has been one. in awful health for like ten years, and then you know the other ones are like they're okay health. But I thought, man, if they aren't don't take steps to protect themselves, it would very easily kill my one grandpa. Especially he's been in really bad shape for quite a while. I didn't, it's one of those instances where I'm like, how you know I'm like amazed. Is it that the one that I visited in Cali? Yep. Yeah, maybe the hate for me keeping him alive. <laughs> <laughs> I heard on that podcast with Juan. That would keep my grandma alive. She'd be oh, like, right. Juan. <laughs> like, I want to go see her, but I'm scared she'll shoot me. <laughs> That's a lady that would pull a shotgun on you, man. <laughs> she would. <laughs> right? I'm not sure. She threw a baseball like, bat at someone once. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> see? Yeah. So, do you think there'll be any long term changes? And the way people live or like the acceptance of like, like, uh, online streaming or going live and all this stuff. Like, do you think there'll be any long-term effects of that? Or do you think as soon as this goes away, everyone goes back to life as normal? I think there, I think in large part, many things will go back to normal. I'm sure some industries that have been affected by this economically will change. I don't know to what extent or how much, but I'm sure they will change in some ways. Um, I've already seen people panicking that because of this that uh they're gonna make the vaccination for it mandatory like there was a father on the uh, an anti-vax guy that i know that was literally like freaking out like what if they try and force me to you know make my kid get this vaccine and i was like good like you know it would be good to get the vaccine when it comes because then that way it wouldn't happen again you should do an episode mm-hmm. sometime on that issue because that is something that just blows my mind. I just oh, don't. I've already get prepared it. it. It's right here in front of me. We're gonna get into that right now. <laughs> oh, well, awesome! Because I <laughs> so like actually his rant kind of inspired me okay. to look into the, and do the actual research. And so, perfect. like, yes, vaccines aren't perfect, and sometimes they cause side effects. But those side effects can be effectively treated by modern medicine. And if on the off chance your doctor tells you that you or your child shouldn't get a vaccine, you would be protected by what is called herd immunity if everyone who can get the vaccine gets one. But people aren't getting vaccinated. They're choosing not to get vaccinated. And that's why measles is coming back. So if people continue to not get vaccines, something like the Black Death could very well happen again and hundreds of millions would die. And like, it's just so much ignorance. It irritates me. I saw on Facebook, someone said, quote, the Black Plague went away without a vaccine. So why do I need any vaccines? Because the plague killed hundreds of millions of people over a few hundred years. The bacteria that causes the plague still is around and kills people. It's just in very small numbers because it can be treated. But if it becomes antibiotic resistant, it could easily break out and kill millions again. So just because we haven't met or known anyone who has had a horrible disease doesn't mean that we shouldn't get vaccines ourselves. 
It's, yeah, and it's, as Americans, we feel that way, right? Because every time right. we see some extreme case of some weird illness, it's always right. over in like India or Africa, Africa or yeah. Asia, and we all right. so it seems so far removed from us that we feel like, well, that wouldn't happen here. You know what? I just came up with a, a hot take, an Alex Jones <laughs> hot take. <laughs> so, Bill Gates. Mm-hmm one of the richest guys in the world yep. has spent like the last 10 years like getting rid of uh, infectious diseases, right? Yeah. And if you watch those documentaries on Netflix, he goes like all over the world. He's like cured, like was it malaria? Basically yeah. cured it. And um, I've always thought, like whenever I started watching, I was like, man, this guy should run for president. That was what I was thinking. I was like, this guy, he gets it. He knows how like to solve these problems in a practical way. And, uh, and then just today... I saw an article where he's like, well, if I was president, this is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Think about all-time weakest cast of characters running for president. He was doing lots of deals in China. Mm-hmm. Knows a ton about infectious diseases. <laughs> I don't even know. Bill Gates is like, look, I'm going to start this little disease here, and then I'm going to take over presidency. Boom, bang, done. It sounds like an episode of The Simpsons. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Simpsons didn't predict it, so it probably won't happen. <laughs> oh, another super, super scary caveat of um, like just the geopolitics angle of this. Yeah. And I, Mark, I think we were talking is, about this the other day. Dopamine is flooding uh, Adam's brain right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, by the way. I, I did just think of it all like this. But uh, uh, like 97% of our prescription drugs come from China. Yep. It's like perfect time to be in a trade war, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I noticed that too. Thought, oh wow, interesting uh, little coincidence. But a uh, uh, back to uh, the vaccines, and actually, uh, Bill Gates has done more to help people bring fresh water. Oh, to so people. you're on the payroll, huh? Got no, you on the payroll it's just, already. It's just research. It's out there. The amount of money he's put in to try and help suffering people is staggering. It's no, really, I'm dead really I completely agree. I do want him to run for president. Like, it's I've been it's, saying that to other people. Yeah. Um, so I know there's still a lot of people out there that are still skeptical, but here's some facts for you. These are actual facts. In 1995, the chicken pox vaccine was introduced in the United States. And over time, more and more children became vaccinated with it. In 2011, a study was published in the journal journal of pediatrics that looked at the numbers of how many children died from disease each year. The first thing shown in the paper is that the deaths from chicken pox drastically went down. And then from 2004 to 2007, not a single child under the age of one died because of chickenpox. And this is groundbreaking because doctors can't give the chickenpox vaccine to babies under one year of age. So all of those babies were protected by herd immunity, not because they were vaccinated themselves, but because most of the rest of the children had already been vaccinated, thereby protecting them from contracting chickenpox. That is the example of why vaccinations and herd immunity is so important. It helps protect the vulnerable people that can't get vaccines. Yep. Until you get too many selfish assholes like, well, if I already got my kids are already going to have herd immunity, why do I need to do it? Like, that's really Hello, surprising. Yeah, if I know people think people. like that, we're back to <laughs> square one. Because usually I, you guys I, have like the fruity parents that are like, no. I'm going to homeschool them and not give them nothing. Except no, the rifle. There is a disproportionate uh, amount of uh, yeah. homeschool 
of anti-vaxxers. Yeah, there is. Uh, in my experience. In mine, too. I'm not saying scientific numbers. Which seems so counterintuitive. Right. But thankfully, uh, my parents were big into facts and science and truth. (laughs) So they were like. Not so much on good genetics. um, (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't really choose anything with that. I just got what I got. Um, (laughs) But yeah, there are. And actually, you know, there are. I've heard several (laughs) times. chose me. <laughs> Good choice. Nice work. Yeah, they just had low standards. <laughs> right. Budget kids from the old Central. <laughs> they also drove a Pinto in a, a Geo Metro by choice. So yeah. they clearly have bad taste. We did have a Pinto, green one. <laughs> we, had a Geo Met- we had a Geo Metro. <laughs> Red. Uh, um, back to the vaccines causing autism thing. The whole reason that came into people's minds was because there was one paper back in the 90s which suggested it suggested and it didn't prove anything that vaccines vaccines and autism could be linked and this study and paper was later debunked and found to be false by 25 international large population research papers which involved large population studies and not only that 10 of the 13 authors of the original paper later retracted and refuted their original statements and had their names removed from the paper. Based purely on evidence, there is more cause to believe that vaccines do not cause autism. It's just people spreading misinformation. Yep. And so another argument for not getting a vaccine is that, you know, if you get a vaccine, it could potentially, well, what? I'm sorry. I, I messed up my own sentence. Wow. <laughs> Another argument that refusing to get it is that refusing to get a vaccine would only potentially hurt the unvaccinated person. So like, you know, I, if someone says I'm not going to vaccinate my kid, therefore it would only hurt my kid, but that isn't the case. If someone isn't vaccinated, they could easily transmit the disease to someone else who isn't able to receive the vaccine, even though they would want to get the vaccine. And so, you know, that is where the term herd immunity comes from. So if 98% of the population gets vaccinated for, you know, whatever, the 2% left can't get it because there has nowhere, the virus has nowhere, or the germ has no, you know, free ground to spread to. So actually, I really, it's really sad that we can't vaccinate for stupidity. That sounds like something Hitler would say. <laughs> well, I'd have to work really hard because everybody. I think that's smart. exactly what he tried to do. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, but you know, if you think about it, like you can't have hair like that and say stuff like that. <laughs> if you think you about can't have it, hairs like his and say shit like that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Scary. Can't be looking like a skinhead. Give your right right shoulder. Make sure there's no patch on there. <laughs> Uh, it just it's like you know if you simplify anti-vaxxing logic it's like someone who has wants to you know needs to cross a bridge and they say oh well the bridge is only 99 percent safe so i'm gonna swim through the crocodile infested water instead there's just no logic to it and then also the other thought is even if vaccines did cause autism why would you as a parent rather have your kid dead than disabled I was just going to say, uh, as a father of an autistic child, yeah, it's uh, still a beautiful child. There's no, I mean, if that's the word, <laughs> that or death, yeah. no, come on. 
Yeah. That's just being selfish and you're kind of being an a-hole. Yeah. Like to be perfectly honest. That's just my take on it. Uh, if yeah. you don't like that, I'm sorry. You're just too privileged and educated. And you have to make too many decisions. See, because uh, the lower class undereducated people, we don't, they don't, they don't ask us shit, right? <laughs> like they just stick your kid and you move on the line. Psh, next, like, yeah, th- th- there's no point where they go. Let's talk about this. Do you really want to do this? They're just like, sign here, sign here. Ah, he needs six. We can cut it down to four. We can jam two in one, a couple of each needles. That's how we get good vaccines, right? We don't ask questions. Yeah. We're not the problem. No. <laughs> now, here's a question. What's the difference between vaccines and genetic engineering, like in, in utero? Well, I, as far as I know, you can't really go to a doctor and genetically engineer your baby. Sure you can. In China, no. they did it. They did it already. The guy got arrested and okay. put in prison I'm for talking it. about like yeah, on a mass CRISPR, scale. You can, you can, oh, CRISPR is like super easy to use. I mean... They're just not using it for that because it's unethical. Yeah. But, like, what's the difference ethically and basically giving somebody a... a an, an immunity a, to it from birth? Yeah. Then, yeah, in this case, there's not very much of a difference. You know. Why don't we start doing that? I, I think I'd probably at some point in time, people will try, you know, try to start doing that. It's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's surprising to me Actually, it's surprising, but it's also not surprising because like, you know, 40, 50 years ago, everybody was getting vaccines. I remember when I was a kid, I got vaccinated for a bunch of stuff. And then when I started I got to travel, vaccinated. yeah, whenever I started to travel across the, um, the world, I've got immunized for everything except for Japanese, Japanese encephalitis because I didn't go to Asia yet. But before yeah, I go to Asia, I don't have either. Cause when I went yeah, to, God, and before I, I go to, like, to Asia, everything. I'm going to get that. <laughs> So, yeah, um, like if you know anybody over the age of like 40, they probably have a polio or 45. They probably have like a, one of those polio vaccine yep. scars. Yeah. Yeah. I was just after that. We didn't, we didn't yeah. get the scar one, but yeah, like everyone around just barely older than me, like 45. <laughs> His uh, parents are like, let's go ahead and risk it. If he is polio, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> the thing is, is it makes sense because polio is a terrible disease. Like, if you have a child and they have polio, someone has to take care of that person for the rest of their life. Well, that's not always true. My aunt had polio and she took care of herself. It depends on the severity of it, though. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, she was like one leg, like had to crawl, drag herself to the car to drive, drag herself into work. Like and, you could be president and have polio. She did that. Yeah. Actually, the thing one of the presidents did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. FDR. The longest serving president. Yeah, it was of all FDR. Time. That's who it was. Yeah. I actually he thought he was so special. He's like, you know what? I'm going to be president four terms. (laughs) Interestingly enough, I actually do know somebody who has polio, and it's one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. He's one just such a cool dude. He actually lives in North Houston, the Conroe area. Really, really awesome. Really? Yep. How old is this guy? He's in his sixties, I believe. Oh wow, man! He must have been one of the last. He's had it a. I believe he's had. I don't remember exactly. I believe he's had it a long time, but I. Don't I wonder. I wonder if his parents were anti-vaxxers, early adopters. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I never asked. <laughs> that would be my first question. Like, hey, dude, what the fuck happened to your legs, bro? When your parents don't fucking vaccinate? I don't know. But I also ran across some interesting facts in my research showing that apparently pride and ignorance aren't just modern problems. 
uh, in the mid 1800s, there was a Hungarian doctor named Ignaz Semmelweis. Jeez, that's such a hard name to pronounce. Uh, he observed that if doctors wash their hands before treating their patients, the number of infections of puerperial fever were reduced. So uh, just to let you know, puerperial fever is a, a disease caused by, uh, it's, a, a, it's a woman will get a UTI after giving birth from a bacteria and then it would kill, it had like a high mortality rate. So he discovered that he, uh, if he washed his hands before and after treating the patients, there was the, the cases of puerperial fever went way down. So then he told all of his students to wash their hands before and after treating their patients. And then the, he, by the time he had like instituted that, he had basically eliminated all the cases of it at the hospital he worked at and taught at. And so he began telling other doctors of his discovery and he encouraged them to wash their hands and that the problem was, you know, simply just keeping the place clean and, you know, washing your hands. He said it was super, super easy to do, but his fellow doctors either ignored him or publicly ridiculed him. He was then fired from the hospital for quote political reasons. And then to me, that means for, you know, just, you know, trying to make a difference and do something a little bit different that all the, everybody else scoffed at him for. But then after he was fired, the local medical community harassed him so much, he was forced to move from the city of Vienna to Budapest. And then as he began to age, he would write letters to try and convince others to literally clean themselves up. <laughs> and they kept, you know, arguing with him. And he finally called his critics irresponsible murderers. Which yeah, I is call very it the, fitting. Uh, dirty, the dirty dick hands agenda. Yeah. Is that the guy who started like the germ theory of disease? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so sad, sadly. It should be a household name. It should be. It's so it's sad that he's not a household name. See, and now all those go people that got school. all offended when I would yell at them even in public about not washing their hands. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who knows, man? I might have saved lives the other day at Dave and Buster's. Yeah. <laughs> you might have. Like, yeah, that's true. Dude. I just, and, the, I, I, the th I, and now everyone, the thing that pisses me off was I've been harping on people about this for a long time. And then everyone yeah. now claims, oh, I wash my hands. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> I see people in public all the yeah. time. Men, women, dry hands walking out just, oh, God, you know? And now there's this disease where that now everyone claims they've done this the whole time. Really? You know why I didn't have to run and get a bunch of hand sanitizer? And Because so, you already had it. Because <laughs> I already had that shit. I have enough yeah. to last two months all the time because we use it. You're just yeah. lying. How much toilet paper <laughs> well, did you use? <laughs> well, no offense, Juan. I'm not sure we want you to be our spokesperson for personal hygiene. We need to, we <laughs> we, need to, we need to pick we need to pick a. Uh, it's not pretty, but a, it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says to every stripper. <laughs> no, I just actually, I just honest, import isn't my a bad own. selling point. I don't you go. just import your own. <laughs> yeah, I don't go. That's. I've done it like two or three times in my life and hated every minute of it. <laughs> so gross. The whole time, all I'm thinking about is this joke I heard back in the 80s about a guy being a peep show janitor. And that's all yeah. I could think about when I went to the strip club. I'm like, <laughs> I'm probably going to die if I touch anything or I'm going to get a disease. Like I was, I was having serious anxiety the entire time. So it's like if they danced and my friend pushes up close, if they're like ass got like, you know, four or yeah. five feet, like, 
uh, the guys are leaning up. I'm leaning back. Like, <laughs> oh god, don't fart or nothing. Like, I might get something in my mouth. I, oh no, man, strip clubs are nasty, dirty, and if you go, you got problems. Get your own. You gotta pay for ass. God, have some <laughs> fucking dignity, guys. Jesus. Uh, that's just my well, take. I mean, if you like it, that's it's good for you. Whatever. Hey, but you definitely to me, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend to lean a little bit more that way. I might be on. filthy in the bedroom, but not literally filthy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, but this sad- guy is riding a Tinder profile. Right yeah, now. he is. <laughs> Sadly, the Thank family God of- Tinder didn't exist when I was younger. Oh my goodness! I wouldn't yeah. even be here. I want to die in the '80s AIDS epidemic for sure. Oh, God. <laughs> I already knew a couple people died from that back then. Yeah. So, real quick to finish up, uh, sadly, the family of Dr. Simmelweiss began to notice changes in his behavior, and uh, it is believed that he may have had early onset Alzheimer's disease or third-stage syphilis from the vast amount of work he did with female patients. Uh, Regardless of what he had, he was lured to an insane asylum by some colleagues, and when he realized that they were trying to admit him, he tried to leave. Where the guard when when the guards uh grabbed him and severely beat him, and then they injured his hand and they put him in a straight jacket, doused him in cold water, gave him a laxative, and threw him in a cell. And then over the next two weeks, his hand became gangrenous and then he died. So it's really sad that such a brilliant like person who ended up saving millions and millions of lives through his discovery was treated so poorly by people who just didn't want to change their ways in such a simple way. And he literally died of a dirty hand. That's so messed up. Yeah. It's so messed up. And he was That's literally like, physically beaten for trying to walk out of an insane asylum because people I've had just a wanted to shut him up. At me when I've called him out in public, it probably wanted to be my ass. Yeah. Because they think that's rude that I would call them out. But I still think it's way more rude that you're going to expect me to grab that handle after you grabbed it with your dick hand. So you call me an asshole for trying to stop the whole train, but I'm not going to be offended. Sorry. Yeah. Well, all of the subject matter we went over today really just reinforces my belief. I know this is going to be a polarizing belief, but, you know, I have 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 an opinion. You can have a different one. I don't care. Uh, everyone in school should be required to take a critical thinking class in anatomy and physiology because we'd probably have a lot less issues with conspiracy theories and sanitation if people actually understood how their body worked and could actually think critically. Yeah, particularly the physiology part. Yeah, it's it's like I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. I took anatomy and physiology. It's a hard class, but I learned so much in that class. It actually helped me become a better person. And it was totally worth it. Wait, this is the better version of you? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. He used to be me. <laughs> dark times, dark times. <laughs> it just, yeah, education is important. It really is. And learning common sense and logic and critical thinking is really, really good. And it never hurts to know about, you know, how your body works because then you know how to take care of it better. You know, it's just really, really worth it. So that's our- any arguments for me on that. Yeah, it's. That's our take on the, the coronavirus. So that's everything I prepared for it today. Um, Don't worry. That, that, was that actually, cough wasn't from the coronavirus. It was uh, 
The gorilla cookies. <laughs> the gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that term means. It's a strain Sounds of marijuana. Racially loaded, so I'm gonna ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! See, man, this is like a vacation to me, man. They're like, listen, you don't gotta be responsible, be responsible at this point. You can just stay home. I can just stay home. Well, yeah. That means I don't gotta drive, right? Right. Okay, then <laughs> start smoking at noon. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep the pain down more and more of the day now. Now I'm gonna be yeah. mad when I gotta go back into normal life because. I'll have to deal with pain for four more hours a day. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Damn shame. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, everybody, you know, is there a, uh, I, I'm sure that, you know, this has been hopefully a, a bright point in your day. If, you know, you're out there quarantined. I know it's been a bright point in my week for me. Uh, I was in quarantine, but we found, uh, we looked at the judge's order. Thankfully, the guy I work for, his daughter is a lawyer. And we found out we can legally work. We just have to take precautions. So I'm going back to work tomorrow. I'm just going to be safe. And I already got an N95 mask. I found a few extra that I had. So I'm going to be, I'm excited to actually get back to work because I was kind of worried about not because I, I don't have a job where I can work from home. So I was really thankful for that. But I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be spraying everything and being careful. You know, and but honestly, yeah, you look more yeah, sanitary when you're safe. bald. And no, it's actually true. I had that big old beard, and it looked very unkempt. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to look like you're from the mountains of Kentucky. When you mean like thing. Adam looks right now? I was like, listen here, guys. I don't need to take this <laughs> no, abuse. He looks like a Viking. He doesn't look dirty. Yeah, but Vikings weren't known for being clean. Yeah, but they're exactly. also so scary, you're not going to fuck with them. So, you know. They would blow their nose in the same tray that they would wash their face in. <laughs> Vikings were some dirty motherfuckers. Uh huh. Yep. Some people in this room, in these rooms, got the jeans from the Vikings. <laughs> so when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. like how bad, like how bad do you think this is going to be compared to those other about that bad viruses? Completely in. I'm like honestly, I'm not a professional, but I think probably something around a half a million people in America will die. Unfortunately, I think so. Yeah, I and I don't. Do. I personally also to answer your question. I don't think things are going to go back to the way they were. Be- you don't think so? I, well, here's why. I mean, I'm almost fifty years old. My parents mm-hmm. barely remember anything like this ever happening in their lifetimes. Mm-hmm. And you know, with the amount of technology we have to be able to like stop this shit, because you know, like the quickness of which you can translate and transfer information, mm-hmm. it's kind of scary, right? So it's like it does make you realize. Also, I think what it does more than that is. The fact that most people do not realize how fragile their state of comfort really is, right? Mm-hmm. Most people oh, yeah. don't Very even true. have a week's worth of actual comfort living. Like if they were to shy, you know, at any point, you got to stay in your house for seven days. Very few people would not need something within that time and something important, right? So we don't realize yeah. like how fragile our supply lines are, you know, and all those things. And so, you know, on the other hand, people like, you know, like the preppers that go nuts and go, you know, but maybe... This will teach us maybe to have like a happier medium. So if this happens in the future, people may have slowly acquired some, a little bit of extra stuff so that we don't have this massive drought of panic where everybody wipes stores out for months. You know what I'm saying? So I think in a way it will change how many babies are going to be born because of this. Oh yeah. Cause like up North, like in Minnesota and all that, they'll have like 
the the super cold months they'll have this baby boom the next like in nine months from then mm-hmm. this is on the whole world stage pe- families yeah. are having to stay home this is gonna you know, be a generation you're gonna, be, you're gonna run out of condoms well that's why other mo- forms of contraceptive are so important like iud's like oh you oh, play the lotto <laughs> i never lost uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's the right way to go, but <laughs> it probably felt better. <laughs> Horrible friend. No, it's like, I mean, I'm sure some things will change, but I mean, we won't know until, you know, it's over. I would hope that people change for the better, but I don't think so. Seeing how people have reacted and people are fighting over stupid things like toilet paper. That does not give me hope for, <laughs> for nah, that. They're going to go right back to not washing their hands again two weeks after this thing's closed Probably. Down. Probably. Unfortunately, yeah. Because, I mean, I went the the couple days after, like, the first toilet paper panic. I What was that? A week and a half, two weeks ago? I went to yeah. the store because I needed toilet paper. And there was, I'm, I'm not making this up, there was an older lady there. She was probably in her 60s. And she grabbed some toilet paper. And the, the shelves were like three quarters empty. There was not much left. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to buy one like medium-sized package because there's obviously people out here like this woman. And I'm not going to take toilet paper out of other people's lives that actually need it. I was like, this will last me a few weeks. I should probably be fine. And then now every time I've gone back to the store since, you know, with the exception of H-E-B, most stores have been out of like dry goods and toilet paper and like rice and beans and stuff like that. But H-E-B has been on point. They are, they got almost everything in their stores. Pro tip, check out Randall's. Ooh, there's a Randall's just down the road and I actually have a gift card yeah. for them and I haven't been there. Because they're like way more expensive than the other grocery oh, stores. That's true, yeah. Yeah, I went there the other day like in the middle of what you would think would be like their rush hour like after it is like right before the lockdown happened. Yeah. And before like really even got like the work from home thing started going and uh it was like easy shopping, there's nobody in there. They were sold out of almost all their waters. But yeah. I got some. But everything else they had chicken, they had beef. I have like chicken in the freezer right now. All of our stores look like bodegas. If we're can we go like prices right rules? No, okay. Like, <laughs> prices right, dude. That'd be fun. <laughs> that'd I'm be bad. so fun. Gas so he down. already said half a million. Yeah. What do you go with one? By the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. What are the numbers right now? Uh, it's only like uh, in the world or in America. We're talking about I'm just talking America. the states. Uh, it's oh, up it's to like, a couple thousand, isn't it? Yeah, there's like a hundred deaths today alone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was even that high. Gosh, it's, it's yeah, it's it's, it's picking up. It's picking up steam. Last probably I probably like you said because the data's coming in too. Yeah, but you have to understand easy. the amount of our population that is that age and up. There's a lot, man. It could be a million before it's over. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah, gonna bet one dollar. I'll take your bet. It's going with the under. <laughs> going with I said the prices under. right prices right rules. So you're going with the under, not the over? <laughs> I'm going to bet. I, I'm gonna, Not bet. I'm going to say. I'm about 700,000 probably. 55,000. I'm 55, going with the way 000? under. You're going way under. Well. Yeah. I think that with all the social Oh, you're talking distancing... about deaths, not cases. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. I'm sorry. I would say you're, it's only in the thousands now, right? So. If, if it probably barely. Well, 
Hold on, I can look it up oh, yeah. on the CDC right now. Thank the CDC has probably been the most uh, visited. Well, because they've already started me. lockdowns, and believe me, if everyone here really does what they're saying, which is really stay in, yeah, uh, there's no way that can't make a difference. The differences are the people. The people are making a difference. Like the data is out there showing that it's just well, you know, I know testing I hasn't I ramped only, up enough yet. I either. stopped in town, but I didn't have any physical contact with anyone. Yeah, I haven't either. It's been the handshakes have been weird, <laughs> but it's oh. oh, we don't shake hands in Michigan. Anyway. Okay, so the total positive cases as of today at eight fifty-five p.m. in the United States are sixty-five thousand five hundred and three total positive cases and nine hundred and thirty-eight deaths. Oh, deaths. so still under a thousand. Still under a thousand. Yeah, I can't thankfully. see it now that things are getting locked down. I would hope that those measures actually work. Yeah. New York is like, getting hit the worst. I would hope in the oh, end yeah, it's they, less than like 10,000. They're getting it real bad. New you know York has over 30,000 cases. Well, yeah, because so they're half so densely populated. And those people yeah. are on top of each other. Yeah. You know, the Michigan, kind of money you have to make there to even not just be in a crammed in a shitty neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Michigan is 2,200 no. cases and Texas has 1,100 cases. Michigan, get your shit together. Dude, it's, it's a dirty place, man. <laughs> I've seen you out there not washing hands. I'm from here. Listen, I'm called it out. I called it out before, and now you're all paying for it. <laughs> See that? I went southern. I said, y'all, what the fuck? <laughs> you're talking to Adam I, at Adam and <laughs> I'm talking to other Michiganders as a Michigander, but I threw in a southern accent. Yeah. See, I'm getting lighter by the day. I'm gonna make it, man. <laughs> uh, oh shit. Interesting times to say the least. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. But, you know, it's gonna be one of those things that, you know, we'll be able to tell in the future. Yeah, you know, tell other kids, you know, other people growing up. I lived through the coronavirus. My kids are gonna remember this so messed up. They're gonna be like, That's when I learned dad was right about dick hands. Yeah. That's the most interesting thing to me, other than the economic side of things, is this like talking to people who are like way older than you and every time without fail they're like i've never seen anything like this this is the craziest thing i've ever seen yeah, yeah. it's like something out of a movie it like, really imagine- is i never thought i'd ever live through anything like this, this is like yeah i mean even at my age like i said i'm almost 50 and i talked to my parents in their 80s and they're like nope never been through it like really yeah. so if if it only ends up being like ten thousand deaths in america do you think that you know, if you're balancing things, like, was it worth shutting down the economy for weeks on end for something that's taking out less people than car wrecks? But yeah, but then those numbers wouldn't be those low. Those numbers would be in the probably hundreds of thousands if they just did nothing. Right. So then you're not, it's Maybe. not an equal decision. It's like, you can't weigh that. Because you Maybe. can't, because you can't. This, I heard somewhere that everyone's eventually going to get it. It's just like, it's like the like the cold. Like eventually, everyone's mm, gonna get. It. We're just I don't, we're trying to slow it down so that everyone has a hospital bed if they ever need one. Anytime anyone that, says everyone or everything, my belief just goes almost to nothing, though. Yeah, no, every I, woman wants to sleep with Adam Rather. That's a fact. Wait, no, no, no. no, no. Let's 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 break <laughs> that down. He said everyone. I think what he meant to say was barely one woman wants to sleep with oh, Adam Rather. Oh boy. <laughs> 
Real son of a bitch, this guy. <laughs> hey, listen, doesn't matter about Yo, the numbers. Yo, if that's the last conversation we have, one, and one of us gets happy. it, you're going to feel real bad about this. <laughs> if if I get this, if I get this and I go to the hospital and I'm dying, I'm going to be playing the game Pandemic on my phone, laughing, and then saying, meh, I was right about Adam. <laughs> I, I regret nothing. Be his last words. I regret and the nothing. The doctor will be like, "Who's at him?" And I'll be like, "Listen to my podcast after I die." <laughs> hey, it'd be really good for numbers. Yeah, it would be <laughs> live from the hospital. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I what would sucks too. Is like, like on a serious note, I'm running out of good quality TV to watch. Oh yeah. I, this is I, a serious problem. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've kind of gotten into the same thing. I was like, I need something to watch. Here's the thing: I get, I get antsy. So like, when I don't have something to physically do, I get antsy, and I can only I'm like, like you, run man. and I, jog so much. I don't watch TV, right? But yeah. I realize what that I don't really watch TV ever. I watch documentaries. That's about and you all. Don't I watch porn. Something. All I watch is documentaries. <laughs> That's about it. I watch a lot of. Weird shit like that. But other than that, I don't like watch TV shows, right? I don't watch Mm -hmm. anything. I don't watch sports either. But I realized this was coming. I'm like, holy shit, I got to get this house technically ready. And so I went and bought that Wi Fi 6 router. I upgraded the cable to Gigabyte, added a bunch of channels. There's like so many hundreds of channels, and I flicked through it. Like, there's like nothing. I just, it's almost (laughs) nothing. It's like, I was like, oh, it's just like another Netflix now. Like where I've had no, Netflix I forever. Hate cable so much. And it's the yeah. same movie it's all over garbage. and over. And it's just this like Maury Povich. That he's still on? Really? Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> like it's a bunch Thinking of garbage. Of which, I should cancel my cable right now. The only reason I have it is for local sports. Yeah, and there's no sports. I'm paying $140 a and month. And that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking, what if people have all bought like sports packages and stuff or like their cable and, salt and shit? Oh, yeah. And like now oh, there's I'm nothing. I'm calling Comcast tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Like they got to do something. Cause, and what about the people that do rely that on that for like a lot of their, you know, recreation and entertainment? And now mm-hmm. they got nothing. You mean like the world? I guess like everyone. <laughs> You're the only person who doesn't watch sports. I don't. Or TV. I watch the Olympics once in a while. Yeah. Well, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm gonna miss that curling. That's my that's my that's favorite ca- shit. Do you think that, so? They they postponed it to next year. Do you think that they're gonna have one three years after that to keep I the four year cycle? I would imagine or, they would, but who knows? It depends. Yeah, it, the, depends because where it's at too in proximity. Yeah. What kind of slapdick research are we talking about here? You didn't know if there's ever been a uh, Olympics postponed. As far as I know, there hasn't been one that's been postponed. So that was immediately, I immediately wanted, I'm going to look that up. Go for it. Look it up. I'm pretty sure there but, hasn't. I just I'm wanted to say sure. slap dick. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure. They didn't, they didn't even cancel the world cup when tensions between North and South Korea were super high and the world cup was in uh, South Korea. And that was like, they were afraid that North Korea was going to bomb the Olympics, but they continue on with it. Yeah. But you know what's scarier? Not having the world cup, the entire world go ape shit. Like people don't <laughs> understand in America, the love for soccer outside of this oh it's country. it's ridiculous it's yeah. everything Wait, you think, you think the world cup's bigger than the olympics oh yeah oh hell definitely. yeah yeah, now, oh, yeah. So? worldwide yeah. landslide victory yeah there's nothing bigger than world cup i like no american football is a fucking drop in the bucket worldwide oh i i would <laughs> agree with that but i don't know man uh I mean, olympics is pretty huge a lot of people watch the olympics but 
it's the type of fan like base like they these soccer teams represent their countries like this right. is like and these fans are rabid radical fans man <laughs> yeah these are so like, they already have it is what you're saying they already yeah. have some kind of disease <laughs> yeah i would be no, afraid to go to an international soccer game like you have mark right like the ground moves when they stomp yeah the richter scales go off and think it's an earthquake <laughs> Yeah. I shit you yeah. not. That is I went, how I went, crazy yeah, I went to a game are. in London, and when they scored a goal, the ground literally shook. It was incredible. I was like, wow. Sounds you, fun. It, it was so much fun. Like, I've told, you know, when I've had family and friends travel to Europe, I tell them, go to a big soccer match. You know, I was like, you will not regret it. I was like, I don't even care if you don't like sports. Just go, and you will enjoy it. I, well, I, I will definitely do that if... Uh... If there still is a, a London hurry. Yeah. <laughs> and if this is all over. Oh, I'm sure London will still be there. Yeah. Man. Do you think there were going to be any last... Like, and we can get in this whenever. I mean, I'm not trying to keep you guys, no, keep we're you fine. guys on. Do you think there'll be any lasting like geopolitical, like where literally countries' borders change or this causes any... like Because like, if America and China keeps going at it like they are, kind of mm-hmm. like kind of bickering and there right. already was the trade war going on and you can already hear people blaming china for all of this right. and and other stuff the, do you think there will be any major geopolitical ramifications or do you think it's like this might actually have some weird way Whether of like getting us all together against a, a common disease i enemy. think it should i think there should be because it, as far as i can tell we rely way too heavily on them for everything yeah Right? How are we going to mm-hmm. have a trade war with the people that make everything we use? Like, we got to figure something out, man. It doesn't take a, anybody of any real intelligence to realize, if you want to be honest with it, they kind of got the upper hand in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, and like, well, they, except really for do. the one way that matters the most. quite a bit the money. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. and even they like, for instance, what if they're the ones that created the vaccine and uh, it's in their best interest not to give Ooh, it to us? That's going to be a major power move, right? Whoever yeah. comes up with that. That's why these and things could if be a used country as warfare. has the total shittiness to come up with a vaccine and not share it, like patent free to the uh-huh. world, they should shame on them. And if that oh, ends yeah. up being us, I'll write a petition or I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go on a march. The shame like, that should not be allowed in in yeah that 2020 is a, that or is a, any society. Yeah, I think no. that that breaks all all levels of humanity. I think and morality yeah. at all is to do something like that. Yeah. But there's potential for that, and I think that's why people like believe in some of these like conspiracy theories. But yeah. let's face it, man, the stage is set, and if it's against us, we're not. Because what if pretty. North Korea finds it? Exactly. And we it's keep good thing wrote that letter to fuck off, and it's not going to work <laughs> out for us, right? I don't know. I just. But, I so here we can solve the 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 trade imbalance over overnight. Mm-hmm. Turn Detroit into New China, yeah, and we just manufacture everything in Detroit. Yeah, bring the manufacturing back there. There's other parts of the country that could use some industry again too. You know, Do they have actually, any that's probably the actually. I'm not shitting you. That's probably the best <laughs> response I've ever heard. <laughs> Only because when you well, when you really think about it, though, if you lived here and you yeah. realized how many massive factories we have here like that's what i'm saying whatever you, could, you wanted there. to produce if a war breaks out no matter what detroit yeah. would come back for that during that war oh yeah the tank definitely. plants 30 minutes from here like why aren't they making respirators right now they are there's a there's companies in detroit right now that are making uh the mask 
mm-hmm. respirators, mm-hmm. Um, and some other stuff for those. So they opened up a couple factories in the last few days, and they got contracts already, and they're already running all that stuff, making it here. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it started being made here. And they should be selling it for as close to cost as humanly possible. Yeah, it's, I, don't not, yeah. I don't even know if they're. I don't even know if they're making a profit. I think it's at this point, it's like they just kind of like picked a company, you know, and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna get by, but it's not a big profit making thing. They're just trying to get them enough made to keep the people here supplied, hopefully right. enough in Michigan and then outside, hopefully. Yeah, well, that's what they need right now is that personal protective equipment because there's doctors using masks for an entire shift when they should be discarding those like regularly. It's, With each patient, they should. Be. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's it's not good for these. That's the thing. It's like that's why I said earlier. Like, shout out to all the medical professionals out there that are helping people because they're putting themselves at high risk for getting this disease and then even spreading it at home, you know, to their families and stuff, just for the sake of trying to help those that are suffering. So, right now, that is a valid point. It's not just about whether they are in the risk group or not. It's whether exactly. they live with someone who's in that risk right. group. They are literally taking their own family's lives at stake, not just theirs. And I think yeah. that's a valid point that we all need to remember. So thanks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that puts it a really good perspective for me that, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter if you're 20, if you're yeah. working at the hospital, but you know, what if you were, live with your grandmother or something, you know? Right. Well, now, if, go ahead, Adam. I, I, so speaking of masks, do you think that like, would a gimp mask work? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> by gimp do you mean like the leather mask that like s&m people of wear of course like of course okay does it have a respirator we need to get what's the serial number <laughs> who makes this thing made, how it, ironic would that be was it made in it's germany like, how's the stitching is it red leather we pvc where are we going with it <laughs> speaking of made in germany that was my favorite thing from infomercial ever was the sham wow oh the guy, yeah like he's like and it's made in germany and you know they make good stuff i'm like okay he just said it like this so out of hand I'm like i guess so no but if you ever known a person who's a german manufacturer makes oh, perfect yeah. sense no. yeah <laughs> it's like yeah whoa you're a little crazy about your chamois must yeah. be perfect it's like whoa <laughs> yeah. yeah we Juan and i both know a german a, uh, a german person who's <laughs> like that <laughs> <laughs> he talks in everything in like so minute details like shit yeah. that doesn't matter like yeah well, it's eighteen thousands off so that's just crap like what yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a two by four man it doesn't matter <laughs> and that's how you get tower seven <laughs> shoddy worksmanship oh dude i'm sure anything you ever build is probably gonna last forever <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. Except for a thousand year Reich. They didn't build that one very good. <laughs> I think underground no, they they're still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming y'all have done like a uh, Germany. Uh, uh, we've done a Hitler. We, we've done oh, we did one with Hitler. Couple, right? Yeah. Hitler and his doctor and their uh, use of uh, methamphetamines. And him being the first. I ran head. into a guy named Adolf the other day. It blew my mind. Really? Young guy. Young guy. Wow. A young guy named Adolf? What yeah. was his nationality, you know? Uh, Hispanic. Huh. Adolfo? Sure. Uh, I was going to say, it might be. A- uh, probably is. Yeah, probably he goes, he, goes, he I, actively goes by Adolf. A na- I have a neighbor who's Hispanic, and his name is Adolfo. So I, that just made me wonder. Because that's a semi-common 
Hispanic name, from what I understand. I mean, it's no. Can you Juan, imagine naming your there. kid that though? Yeah, it's it's one of those names that you don't <laughs> really think of giving your child for two million dollars. Just worst name, cash, untaxable. Uh-huh. Would you name your firstborn son Adolf Hitler? Yeah, definitely. He could change no. his name Whoa, later no if way. he wanted to. <laughs> two million. The guy could be bought for two million. But I added like a second name, like kidding. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Adolf like Hitler that, that, kidding Smith. There you go. Like, that, that crazy uh that rock star or I don't know if you want to call him a rock star, but that, that maniac Gigi Allen. Yeah. His name his birth name was Jesus Christ Allen. Yeah, I heard. Like uh, that's like you really set your kid up for some Jeez. success on that one. There's some trauma later on in life. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's a maniac. Could be worse. Your name could be Michael Bolton or Mick or uh <laughs> it's his know. music that sucks. Fuck him. <laughs> exactly. Great movie. Great movie. I literally quit a uh, a computer uh, networking job after watching that movie and going to work in construction yeah. for real. Yeah. I wonder if this will have any effect on uh, like the work life balance because like everyone's off. People who are even if you're working from home, people are going to have more time off now. Than ever. Yeah, and you also and like, get interrupted a lot more. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, it's. I, I worry about like the deaths actually being from suicide from this. From yeah, people actually, being, the death rate uh, for suicide has that. gone up. And I, I was Trump worried about that, about and that. also domestic violence and murder. Because yeah. there's a lot of families, dude. Let's be real, man. They're not yeah. used to having that person that. It's gone all the time. Yeah, I'm looking home. forward to going to work. Right. And like everyone breathes sigh when they leave. And then, you know, when they get home, everyone shuts down and hides. Yeah. That person mm-hmm. now is stuck at home and doesn't want to be there either. Like, I just worry about, you know, I was thinking about where I used to live in the hood, you know, the trailer park. And there was a lot of domestic violence in there already. Eight mile? No, no, that wasn't then. But I was just saying, like, I know that if I was, look back at my life, right? If I was 12 years old right now. Yeah. And they were like, all of a sudden, my dad was out of a job and had to be home with us, locked in for 21 days. Dude, there's a body. Somebody's <laughs> dying. No, I'm I, all shitting aside, man. I've Somebody's met your getting, dad, dude. I've met your dad. Somebody's getting <laughs> fucked up real bad, at least, or something. Ambulance yeah. is coming. Yeah. Like, we couldn't, on the we flip couldn't side have done it. Of that coin, the flip side of that coin, some families could get closer together now. A chance to reconnect with old people. Mom or pops, mm-hmm. or your brother, or your sister. Yeah, you're stuck with them, so it could have some. Yeah, it could. Positive, it could go both uh, ways, I suppose. Yeah, ours it didn't definitely. change. It didn't change much. So, but oh, I posted this on Facebook. But it's absolutely true. This, like, uh, I saw a post the other day that uh, George R. R. Martin's like in like isolation. Yeah, and he's like working nonstop on his books. I'm, like, yeah. Every every dark cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, th- well, also maybe force people to work shit out or not. <laughs> That's true. Like we're, we're getting. I haven't done it. I haven't like done any writing, like, any comedy writing <laughs> the last couple of days. <laughs> it's been just a lazy fest. But you know what? Maybe the- and in a sense though, like I'm going to be honest. For me, it's kind of a break because I don't have to go out and do all this stuff all the time. So. It's nice for me just to stay home 
and be with my kids. Yeah, as long as you're not having to worry about being destitute and paying yeah. bills. No, Wait, I don't, you don't, yeah, that's the one thing. You don't have to worry about finances. No, no, not at all. But the thing is, like my kids yesterday, right? Uh, by yeah. the way, just an update. I still quit smoking, so it's been over a month now. That's good. Um, Congrats. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I think I'm getting better because yesterday I got on the trampoline with my kids. Uh-huh. And I haven't done that in years. And I jumped that thing for like 20 minutes. And I did not get out of breath. I got tired. It but it wasn't break. like my lungs couldn't keep up. And I was like, holy shit, man. They're like getting better quick. Yeah. So uh, for all those other people <clears throat> out there smoking and want to quit, you know, don't quit trying because it's kind of worth it. Yeah. it's. So I'm enjoying it because I got to, you know, I'm going to set up a pool with the kids now. I realize I'm going to have the, I'm going to be able to do a lot more with them this summer. So I'm pretty excited. Nice. About it. So yeah, there's a, there's a good silver lining, right? Except for that it's like 31 degrees because we're in Michigan and you're 85. <laughs> oh, it's going to be 90 tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Thursday and Friday, it's supposed to break into the 90s. Uh, dude, That's good though, I, right? I would, yeah, that, I would, uh, Actually, there's, there's, I, from the reason. Maybe that's why there's more the cases heat here. might not do anything to it. Oh, really? Yeah, the heat What can we do, do to get rid of our fucking pollen count? Oh, I wish we had an answer for that because my allergies Dear have been God. driving me insane. And like every little tickle, every little thing, I'm like, oh, no, am I getting the coronavirus? And I'm like, oh, no, wait a minute. This is spring in Houston. There's hardly any oxygen in the air right now. It's all just pollen. Yep. It's Meanwhile, all the other day at the beginning of our lockdown, it was like a blizzard. I walked out of here and it was like, what happened? When did it become dude, winter again? Dude, don't say, don't say blizzard. You're going to make me want to go out to dairy queen have you ever had a blizzard <laughs> have you ever been here uh we have, have dairy queen have, up there yeah we have a dairy queen that's open tw- year round here even what's your go what's your go-to blizzard Ooh, butterfinger not bad that's my that's my second what's your first I go with reese's reese's oh yeah Ooh, that's the two those are the only two i do dude reese's <laughs> oh, is so like good. Black, dude like i can't oh, get I a large a, i went through a hard phase where i was getting blizzed on the regular oh no and it was not good for my uh, my stomach. Is your, oh, yours delicious. would be open year-round there. All of them. Oh, yeah. Be. Oh, see here, there's a lot that aren't. So when they made that decision, Damn there was shame. a bunch of fat asses in our town going like, yeah, we got the 24-hour ice cream it's... hookup. Do they, oh, you know, another thing, I, I can see Mark like trying to wrap up like, over and over <laughs> again, and we keep jumping in. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I was in Florida, so I, I lived in Florida for a while, and they had Dairy Queen. But they didn't have steak fingers, and that was that was the regional thing. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, we don't get them what here. else would you want to? Ah, yep, it's like the best it. thing on the menu, other than the blizzard. Yeah, and maybe the dilly bar. I only ate mm-hmm. there once because I was suicidal. <laughs> and I was Dude, like, "I want something I'd be that'll suicidal kill me." Where if can I, only I eat? Ate there once, or I'll just have a heart attack and fall over. Oh, I know. So I went to Dairy Queen, ordered a couple of their chicken sandwiches. Dude, there was so much grease in those things. I thought, "Hold on, this is it. hold on." A guy who smoked for years, freaking drinks Monster Energy drink and Pepsi like it's like it's going out of style, is gonna come after my DQ. Fucking check yourself, bro. <laughs> DQ is delicious <laughs> and great for you. I'm just saying, when I had a dark moment, that's where I went for comfort. <laughs> <laughs> and it got you there, right? I did, right? I came from, out on the it other side. It got you back from the brink. All right, you win. Uh, no point. <laughs> when when I have a dark moment, I just remember Jungle Fever. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> Never a wrong time. Never a wrong time. 
<laughs> Don't knock until you try it. <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> I have a particular interest in that whole subject. <laughs> hey, we need to do an episode on that. Yeah. <laughs> but every time I think about that, my my butt hurts. So I don't even know where you're going with that. <laughs> no, it's just my my whole life. Um, they black women adore my ass and smack it. Oh, and so okay. I had like several that makes years, more sense. I had several. I like, years I know there Mark joked about you like, going to jail before. But. Every day I would get smacked so hard. Why, ladies? Why? You, I get it, but not so hard. <laughs> wish guy. Wish me. We can help you with that, Adam. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Feel free. Spread the good word. <laughs> spread the good word, not coronavirus. Exactly. <laughs> Have you heard that coronavirus rap that some guy made in Detroit? Yeah. I was like, yeah. see, once again, best of humanity. <laughs> Thanks for representing. Did, oh, did you yeah. hear about that total piece of shit that, like, uh, that tested positive for it and then went through a Walmart, like, purposely spreading germs on people? What? Yeah. Yeah, they say he might this. get 20 years. He should. Like he charged 20 years. That's, he should. He really yeah. should. That's, that's sick, man. Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. that literally could end up in someone's actual death. That's like exactly. murder, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's premeditated murder. Yeah. It's, it was no. It may come as no shock. He had a huge neck tattoo and was wearing an affliction shirt. So it's that. <laughs> Probably the ICP, right? Well, it's better oh, he's than... A, he's wearing, a juggalo. He's a juggalo. Better than wearing least, a you know, red hat and a limp biscuit shirt. We can all agree on that. Yeah. We can all agree on that. Definitely Those not. are the lowest people in society. Definitely yep. not. One day, Fred, there's... <laughs> oh, I would rather hang out with a juggalo than a freaking Limp biscuit head or whatever they call themselves. You would rather hang out with a juggalo that's throwing the contents of a porta potty onto Tila te- Tia Tequila than hang out with Fred Durst. Yes. <laughs> I'd rather chug a six pack of Fago back to back to back to back to back before hanging out with Fred Durst. I've actually chugged actually, a six you know pack. What? I'd actually rather hang Fago. out with. I'd actually rather hang out with Fred Durst than have to listen to his shitty music. <laughs> we have fun here. I'm a we fan of the fun. man. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You're what? I'm a fan of the man. <laughs> yeah, we know one. I can Man see your erection from here. <laughs> yeah, you'll see it <laughs> picture, take your picture of that and save it on your computer. It's mostly just chicken skin, Adam. <laughs> he had an, what, did he have an accident when he was young? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was born in a third world country. All right? <laughs> Listeners, yeah, Detroit. I'm uncircumcised. That means I have a hood. I wanted to put a zipper in at the end sometime around 84, but they told me I couldn't do that. I thought that would be like an Insta condom. Dude, I thought I was like onto something. But uh, What if they find out that's like the one thing that has an immunity to coronavirus? <laughs> uncircumcised men. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm super clean because I had to deal with that garbage. <laughs> Maybe. Don't call your own dick garbage. Come listen, on, listen. If you're right. uncircumcised, you'd rather not have to deal with. You have to be the cleanest motherfucker on earth. You got to take multiple showers a day. We're dirty. We spread diseases, man. <laughs> and you heard it here first on this podcast. I'm just saying, like, if you had something, right? 
it's physically like trapped point in there. Like, it can't go anywhere. So, like, the next time it pops out, yeah, it's still there. You're getting whatever the. So, if I never got like a STD, I would have gave it to every person I slept with beyond that point, I guess. And on that note. <laughs> Thank you, oh, everybody, please. for listening. We'll please leave you with that else. thought in your mind. <laughs> oh, now you're God. the horrible friend, a-hole. <laughs> Enjoy your this coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> true unintended consequences. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, hitting stop, man. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, <laughs> before Juan checks out out of frustration thank you for listening we'll be back next week with more jokes and some other cool interesting stuff to talk about alrighty yeah. bye bye and maybe bye, more guys. often because uh, we got nothing else to do exactly <laughs> <laughs> adios the word lick in there that's oh wait pandemic ick not lick sorry